so that's when my ass fell out. Oh dear, you got mm. the cream sorted. Uh, I went without it. I thought olive oil was probably just, just as good. Just push it back in, and that's that. Just stuff it back in there. Okay, fair news. Oh, uh, anyway, uh, <laughs> hello and welcome to uh, Stone Bowl Crazy, a monthly podcast that brings you the good, the bad, and the ugly from the world of rock, metal, and alternative music. Cool, you got through that without any hiccups, I think, this time. Yeah, it was a struggle last time around. Hmm. Um, most things are a struggle for me these days. Anyway, um, this month's episode, we will be reviewing brand new albums. Brand new albums from... Godsmack. Thank you. And the album's called... Lighting Up The Sky. Indeed. And Suicide Silence, Remember You Must Dies. Dies. As well as um, me and Chris will be talking about our own albums and that we've been listening to. And our feature this month is Chris Fest. Chris Fest. I've completely forgot to say that I'm Chris, one of your follically challenged hosts. And with me, as always, my co-host, Chris. Hi again, fans, listeners, viewers. There's no viewers. It's no, there's no viewers, is there? I mean, okay. other than Claire or the dog when he's here. Yeah. So. Uh, and we got news. We got news. We got fucking so shit loads of news. All the news. All the not even all the news, but lots of the uh, news. A big chunk of the news. Yeah. So anyway, should we dive straight in? Sure. Why okay. not? Okay. Across to our news desk, uh, outside Westminster Abbey, for some unknown fucking reason. Uh, our whore on the door. <laughs> oh, I've been called worse. <laughs> whore Chris. on the door. Fuck you now. What's occurring? Uh, loads of shit, mate. I can see that. You got forty-eight pieces of paper. I know. There. I do. Yeah. I've, I'm. I'm organised this month, and I actually have printed my notes. I can see that. And, uh, yeah. They, I mean, there's there's fucking two and a half pages of news. Oh God. Buckle in, listeners, because it's all good stuff, though. It's it, all is, good. Yeah, stuff. Yeah, we'll see that. I'll judge. Okay. Righty ho. Dive in straight in. Following on from a thing we spoke about last month mm. about. Um, merch prices at gigs. Oh, yes. Um, Too many prices. So this is still a fucking thing that's going on. Rumbling on. Um, so the band Monument. Yes. Um, they're, they're sort of the latest band to kind of wade in on the, on the issue. Um, they posted on their Twitter a receipt for their merch sales at a gig they did in Italy. Mm -hmm. And the venue took 47% Holy of fuck. the revenue. Yeah, 47%. So the sales were like, I can't remember exactly, but the sales were like 900 quid and they ended up with like 500 quid or euros. Um, that is a lot of money. Yeah, yeah. Um, That's crazy. Monument's pretty good as well. I mean, but not a big enough band to... Like yeah, like wipe those, those, wipe forty seven percent away. Those, They're not boys, those boys are the sort of people that fucking still need the profit from the merch sales. Yeah, hundred percent. Um, but anyway, so then they 
they basically made the decision after that for all the rest of their European gigs, like the, I think the next one was Greece or something, they're not doing merch sales because they're literally doing it at our loss when the venues take so much money. Fucking hell. So they stopped selling merch at their gigs. Jesus. In Europe, yeah. Um, Sam Carter from The Architects is... is I, st- I keep calling architects the architect. Yeah, you do. They're uh, not it's annoying. I mean, I annoy myself by yeah. doing that, but tough titties. You, I mean, you you make them sound like a, they have a career that they don't actually have. <laughs> yeah, I know. Have. I know. Sam Carter from Architects. Not the architects. Not the architects, yeah. No, that's a movie as well, isn't it? I the architects. And I catch myself doing it, and I think, oh, I said the again, but I still continue to do it. It's just Shakespearean in nature. Thee, um, thy, and thou. Anywho, that opinionated fuck thy fuck bag is is sort of still on now. still having his say, um, and he's he's kind of suggesting that bands start to strike. Okay. Um, until um, the venues cut their commission on merch sales. Um, doesn't surprise me that. Someone like that would start to say, come on, let's strike. No, it doesn't. <clears throat> it doesn't surprise me entirely, but I mean, he might have a point. If I mean, if 47% is absolutely ludicrous. Yeah, I think it varies. I think that's a particularly bad example. Yeah. I think the minimum is, is around 25%, judging by what sort of other bands are saying. Depends on the venue as well. Like, I, I, the thing is, I get it. If you are Ed Sheeran and you sell out the O2... Then fine, charge the ginger cunt forty seven percent. Yeah, yeah. But if you're a band who's selling out uh, uh, a two hundred and fifty cap venue, yeah, or like an then o- even like an O two Academy, type an O two Academy, yeah, yeah, something like that. Then that is mental. Yeah, like you know that that's how they're making their money, and I know that the venue is smaller, therefore they're getting less people through the door, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. So I don't know, do a deal on drinks or something like. Well, something's going to happen at some point because it's becoming such a big issue now. Yeah, it's massive. Mental. Um, and it is crazy. Um, so, yeah, that's that's the current state of affairs with mm. with um, with the merch. With merch. Yeah. So you won't get any merch at all, ever. Fuck you. Yeah. Well, Maybe. Um, Glastonbury News. Yay, my favourite. Have you ever done Glastonbury? No. No. It's generally pretty wank these days, isn't it? They have like Beyonce and fucking Jay Z and Jay Z. Jay Z. Yeah, yeah. Well, I'd, I'd like to. I've seen Jay Z. Have you? Yeah. Good was it? Uh, no. No. It was all right. Um, but anywho, Guns and Roses are headlining this oh, year. Oh, fucking yeah. get in there! Um, along with Arctic Monkeys, which how can yeah. you how? How and how can you have Guns N' Roses and Arctic Monkeys as two headline slots? Well, yeah. That you are suggesting that those two bands are of equal Ar- value. Arctic Monkeys. I mean, surely they've struggled to fit to fill that slot. Arctic because, Spunkies. Because I mean, Arctic Monkeys were big. What, fifteen years ago? I mean, they're still big now. They I still suppose s- they're big. But they, I mean, they still sell Arctic a lot of records. Monkeys. Yeah, they're not very good anymore. Um, but the other headline act is. Elton John. Oh, get which the fucking will be a fantastic, but b not fantastic because he can't sing anymore. 
I'll, I'll be honest with you, this is the first time I've ever wanted to go to Glasgow. Is it? Yeah. Guns N' Roses and Elton John. No, I so love to see uh, Arctic Spunkies doing what they're doing. I just love it. Okay. I just love it. Fair dues. It's sort of part of um, Guns N' Roses have announced like a new world tour. Yeah. Um, it makes sense for them. Like, but, why mean, would you not want to play the biggest festival on the planet? Yeah, yeah, totally. But I mean, we're we're probably not going well we ain't going to get to see them because if we want to see them it's either glastonbury or hyde park that's the only english dates they're doing they're not doing yeah. it it's it seems to be all kind of um huge mongus venues or festivals yeah. rather than like their own gigs yeah but your guns and um, roses yeah yeah true you just play the biggest um, venues you can with the most monies and they've announced that they're headlining um aftershock festival in america um along with um tool avenged and corn oh my so, I mean, god you lucky american that's wankers. awesome yeah wankers um so yeah i don't think we're gonna get to see them this year but you know there's, there was chat about them doing a new album this year wasn't there so yeah if they do a new album then sure as fuck they're gonna tour that so maybe next year or the year after we might get to see gnr again yeah it'd be wembley but yeah yeah, true. Last time I saw them was at um The O two? No, it was at um what's the fucking Milton Keynes Bowl football stadium in London. Was it Spurs? Oh the London Arena. Uh London The Olympic one. The Olympic Stadium, yeah. Is that Spurs? Yeah, now? Spurs ground, yeah. And um, West Ham. Yeah. West Ham, that was it. That was West Ham. Same ground. same ground. Is it? At the time was. Yeah. Oh, okay. Um yeah. Um it was fine. But getting to and from it is a fucking ball ache. Like, mm. I wouldn't go there again. Just purely because of trying to get in and out of it and taxis and fucking all that shit. Yeah, they won't ball. play anywhere smaller than that. Um, anywho. Basically, their next gig in the UK will be Bristol. And they'll just have a stage in the middle of Bristol. And then they'll ring off Bristol. Yeah. And then that'll be it. Okay. Well, I'll go to that. Yeah. I the, won't. The Bristol ring. You won't. I don't like Bristol. Don't you? I quite like Bristol. I just don't like Bristolians. They've got weird accents, don't they? Oh, that's a bit racist. <laughs> wow. Well, I quite like Bristol. The O2 Academy in Bristol's quite a nice place to go. Yeah. There's a really fucking decent pub opposite there, like a heavy metal pub. It's really good. Quite yeah. like it as a as a place to go, yeah. Okay, maybe I'll change my mind. Yeah. Maybe we'll, I won't. We'll book a gig in Bristol. Nah. Yeah, nah. and then I'll drag your ass along, and then I'll take you to the pub, and I'll say, see, look, you fucking love Bristol, Mr. Juan. Yeah, that would just be beer-influenced. Yeah. Anyway, next bit of news. Next I don't want to talk about news. Bristol any longer. <laughs> They've got their fucking time in the sun. Um, Corey Taylor's been talking about a new solo album. Of course he has. Coming out. Because um, the last one was amazing. Which was a follow-up to... CMFT, which Corey was, motherfucking Taylor. Which was bollocks. Absolute shit. I don't think it was bollocks. I, I think was it was awful. all right. I think it was all right. No. You know, it's well, more, it's more rocky than, than the heavy stuff. Yeah, but, but he's got Stone Sour for that. Just do Stone Sour. Oh, mean. Um, but he says that CMFT2. Oh, God, he's um, numbering them. He, he thinks... He, his opinion is it's going to be the best rock album of 2023 and 2024, he said in an interview. Of course he thinks that. Um, but he said it's bigger, better, darker and heavier than the first album. 
Oh, adjectives nobody has ever used to describe a shite album. I hope it's heavier. It's more melodic, but yeah, it's still heavier. But I, I never heard that. I before. didn't dislike the first one. I thought it was alright. Yeah. Um, okay. It's coming out later this year, but no, no one will care date yet. I, Sorry. I suppose he's probably wrapping up the touring of the end so far and getting all that out of the way before he then sort of pushes the new solo load of shite album. Yeah. There you go. Not, not, a not a glowing review. Not a fan. No, it's fucking news. awful. <laughs> fucking awful. Fucking hell. Have you finished your Elvis juice? Oh, we're drinking again, by the way, on this cast. Yes. Um, Chris brought in some Elvis juices. Every drink that Chris Juan seems to bring me is some kind of juice. Yeah. And this 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 month I've got Elvis juice. Yeah. Next time will be. You're going to bring uh, me some fucking Jesus juice and try and rape me. Maybe. Or Rubicon, because it's tasty. Rubicon? Yeah, it's like a mango uh, like pineapple a, juice. It's like a lilt rip-off. A Rubicon's better than lilt. Is it? Fuck. Lilt is a taste of the Caribbean. Caribbean knows Rubicon's the superior drink. <laughs> I have some death corn news. Great. Oh my god, will you cheer up? No, yeah, go on then, go on. Keep going. Um, so you I heard... just know there's two and a half pages of news and you're talking about Deathcore. So go on. Um, have you heard about um, a band called The Big Six? No. Um, so The Big Six were a Deathcore And they've split group? up and now they're called The Little Three. No. Oh. Super group um, made up of, of six vocalists. Oh, that's too many. Um, from Lorna Shaw, Attila, Fit for an Autopsy, Left to Suffer, Traitors, and Infant Annihilator. Never heard of them, have you? No, that? neither have I, but they sound um, violent. But they've had a recent lineup and subsequent name change. Um, Infant Annihilator would be the first album from Chris Benoit. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, fuck it out. It's a wrestling oh, reference. Any, any Chris Benoit fans out there? Not anymore. <laughs> um, yeah, but a couple of the guys um, left and then they've added a new singer. So now there's only five singers. So they've, they've changed the name to Project Vengeance. Oh, yeah, because the one singer leaving makes a massive fucking difference. Well, they can't be called the Big Six if there's only five of them. Yeah, you can. You just make the sixth one God. Um, but they've but released, he doesn't sing because he's shy. They've released a track from their upcoming EP. I'm assuming you haven't listened to it. No. Um, it's called Cut, Bleed, Repeat. And it's fucking really good. Mm. It's really good. Okay. Um, and... Sort of, I've, from personal point of view, like after quite liking the the Lorna Shore album from last year, um, and listening to this, and obviously for this cast, I don't want to leave have any spoilers. Listening to the Suicide Silence album, I think I quite like Deathcore. Mm-hmm. Why do you look disappointed? In I me? don't look disappointed in you. <laughs> I'm disappointed in life in general that it was. Dealt me this card that I have to sit here and listen to that. Really? Anyway, continue. Um, okay, so this is random. Um, you know the actress, Jamie Lee Curtis? No, never heard of her. Yeah, you have. No. Halloween. 
Oh, it's a great time of year. Trading places. If you want. True lies. Uh, uh, true lies. Okay. Uh, my penis is very small. <laughs> um, so she made an appeal online um, for bands to start doing matinee performances rather than nighttime performances. So they're like, they'll play like two so o'clock in the afternoon. So they'll play like two o'clock rather than nine o'clock. Yeah. Okay. Um, and I, I just thought, well, because she's getting on now, so she was sort of making a point that what, she's, she's in bed at eight. She's too tired. Yeah. And I, I thought I'm, I'm, I'm fucking fully on board with this. I'm on board with that. Like I'll go and see Metallica at two o'clock in the afternoon. I'm tucked up in bed by fucking half seven. Lovely. No, no. Yeah. Let the bats play whenever they want to play. And you old bitch, if you don't want to go, if you can't drag your fucking ass out of bed to go and see like a band, then don't go and see them. They don't care. And you don't have enough authority to make a difference. Oh God. People are so entitled. And this is the problem. Old people are entitled now. The fucking youth culture has bled into old cunts. And now everyone thinks that they're fucking owed something. Shitting hell. Are you alright? No, I'm not. That's annoyed me so much. Oh, I fucking enjoyed it. And I'm fully on board and supportive of her new movement for bands to start playing during the day. Yeah. Old cunt fest. Yeah, well, I'm getting old. Starts at midday, finishes at two. Then there's a fucking nap. And then starts again at four. And you sat there in your chair with a blanket. Yeah, it starts legs. again at four, but it's very gentle, obviously. <laughs> and then seven o'clock it finishes and there's an infinite amount of taxis to take you home and all of them stroke your hair while you're in the back. Um. So, okay, so I'm sticking with the theme of... Um, Old cunts in- wanting things no, that they no, can't no. have. Like entitlement and fucking oh great I love this stupid bit. fucking assholes of the world mm. um behemoth nurgal nurgal yeah uh, i'm gonna call him nigel just because it's easier behemoth's nigel behemoth's nigel he's facing court proceedings yes he is um for offending religious feelings this has been going on for years in poland they're hugely catholic and he constantly keeps prodding and poking and doing things to get himself so arrested. The, the most recent thing is he tore up a bible on stage and he posted a picture of himself on instagram with his foot on the virgin mary ah. um but this is riled up four religious fucking retards enough in poland um that he's now being taken to court mm-hmm. over hurting their feelings Oh no! Have we got how, to that how, point. How can you take someone to court over hurting their feelings? Yeah, you well, you can't, and by rights, this should be thrown out of court because you, if you hurt someone's feelings, that's their feelings. They've become offended because they are offended. It doesn't necessarily mean that what you've said is inherently offensive. Oh no, they're no. just offended by yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, like. Uh... Uh, being offended is is a is a like a personal fucking yeah ricky gervais talks about this a lot yeah of course yeah he does yeah like 
So, I mean, how, you know, what offends you might not offend me and vice versa. And yeah, like, but this is the problem. Like, if you get offended, well, it definitely, by, if you definitely, get, if you get offended by shit, just okay, I don't like that. Yeah, move on with your fucking life. You don't try and cancel shit, like, because not everyone's going to agree with you. Like, no. that's just your personal feelings on the subject. Yeah, 100%. And we definitely get offended by different things because you went to see I Prevail. Oh, yeah, we forgot to mention that at the beginning. Yeah, yeah and that, that offended me greatly. Yeah, I know. Anyway, next. Um, this, this, I've got a bit of news. We're still not on page, off page yeah, one. We've got list. a bit of news that I thought would be <clears throat> right up your street. Mm. Um, so, uh, there's a new, newish, like, female-fronted band on the scene who are kind of tipped to be like really big um they're called scowl no have you heard of them no so they're like a they're like a punk band but they've got they're a bit more of a hardcore sort of edge mm. they're kind of turnstile-ish i love turnstile um yeah i know you do um but like a bit grittier than turnstile yeah um and i listened to it the other day and and i thought I actually quite like this, and I thought, you know, there's a few bands in that kind of genre that you quite like. So I thought you might enjoy it. I'm still angry, but I am going to give it a listen. Um, but I don't think I've got over the last few bits of news, okay. so maybe that's tempered that. Okay. But well, we're we're that's... definitely we're definitely building up to stuff that you will enjoy. Mm. I mean, it might take a dip at some stage, but. Anyway, I don't. So... I don't think you understand me at all. I don't enjoy things. <laughs> no, you don't, do you? Um, so... And I get annoyed by people that do enjoy things or things that people enjoy. You Life this... is you a really. You weren't this grumpy before we started recording. Uh, do you know what? I I wasn't this grumpy until we started this podcast, and then I realised so many things annoy me. <laughs> because when you give me the opportunity to have an opinion on things, I realise that most of my opinions are they're a cunt. He's a cunt. She's a cunt. Yeah. It's a cunt. They're all cunts. Yeah. They are cunts. It's true. There is a predominant theme with you, isn't there? Yeah. Like, that's shit. Your shit. She shit. Their shit. Mm. You're all shit. I, I might just need therapy. Yeah. Well, we're not working, the band. We're working through it, aren't we? Yeah. This, this is, is your therapy. This is this is this is it. Like in six months' time, I'll be the most positive man in the world. Well, and everyone will I mean, stop this listening. Is technically, because... our six month, six month into doing SBC now. Yeah. So you know, another six months, you might be there. Mm. Anyway, Scal got a new EP coming out in um, April. They have an album which came out in twenty twenty. Um, like I say. Punk is not really a genre I'm a massive fan of. But, I will listen, but that. I, I actually quite liked it because it, it is a sort of a bit more hardcorey. I'll listen. I um, will genuinely so listen. Well, to I think I think you'll like it. Um, I'm in a bit of a punk mood at the minute, a bit of a hardcore mood at the minute. So, got, I've got this might put a smile on your face. Okay, I've got some electric cool boy news. Okay, cool. Whoa, he went I, up an octave. I like an octave. <laughs> um, so they're um they're just sort of going from strength to strength, um, they they sort of gathered a lot of momentum. They went viral in twenty twenty, and then obviously the the techno came out last year, which mm. has been like super successful. Um, and a couple of weeks ago they headlined at the Lanxus Arena in Cologne, 
which is just like a stone throw away from... I think it's pronounced colon. Colon. Um, I got arrested in Cologne. Um, colon. That's another story. Um, which is it's just sort of down the road from their town where they're from. Yeah. Um, to 20,000 people. And Large they've, colon. They've released um, footage of, of them playing Hyper Hyper. I saw a bit of this um, with the sound off because... With the sound off? Yeah, it was on Instagram. Oh, I never okay. put the sound on. Um, but it looked which, fun. And, uh, which has just been certified gold in Germany. Um, well, that clip that the, I watched. The song. They're that interested in what I watched that they certified did it gold. Yeah. Certified did it? Yeah. I'll put an extra ED on that. <laughs> um, I should stop teaching English. And it just... Oh, it looked like fucking carnage. Yeah, it looks great, it doesn't it? It looked like really carnage. good fun. It did I, look really I good I watched fun. it. It just... They sounded amazing. Um, the crowd w- were just slightly excited. Uh, yeah, it was just a sea of flaming limbs cheese. and moth pits, and it was fucking brilliant to watch. Sailing um, the seas of cheese, and you know that's you know playing to twenty thousand people near their homes. That's like their biggest sort of moment to date. Mm. I think they're going to be fucking massive. I yeah, really do. I, do. I, I do. think they could be really big. <laughs> I do, because um, they're again. I you know my feelings on gimmick bands and yeah. joke bands, but they're actually very good. Yeah, they are. The difference being with uh, oh, I mean, look at Steel Panther. Steel Panther have played to some huge crowds. Yeah, in the past when they were good. Now that they're shit, um, <laughs> it, they don't play to such big crowds. But Electric Callboy could feel that the darkness. They they were a silly band. They they were they played great music, but they were a silly band. But they headlined fucking festivals. They played massive gigs. Yeah, Electric Callboy could be that. Yeah, yeah, totally. Put your SBC stamp on that. Yeah, and go for them. That's the sound of the stamp. Oh, okay. You'll get a call by the way. I am. Um, yeah, that might be the <clears throat> takeaway, man. No, just pick it up. Mid pod, shall I? Yeah. Oh fuck. Hello, my oh. friend. Let me. We've ordered the Chinese guys. We've not ordered a Chinese guy. Oh, have we? No. Oh. Anyway. Uh, Hello, mate. So right. my... Oh, are you? Um, would yes, that, please. Would that be all right? <laughs> yeah. Oh. oh, okay. Yeah, no, sorry. The bottom of the back gate don't work. <laughs> okay, mate. Thank you very much. Cheers. Bye. Oh. The thing Our is, Chinese is nearly here. Chris thinks that this is going to be edited out, but I don't know how to edit, so all of this is staying in. And uh, you are going to hear us get our Chinese delivered. Anyway, I'll continue the news. I'm back. I'm back. I'm back. Chris don't is worry. back. I'm back. <laughs> um, don't worry. The Chinese is coming. He's just coming to the front door so we can eat. And he's bringing food. Um, <laughs> um, Avenged Sevenfold. Yeah. Um, so they had a countdown on their website. They did. A we talked about ago. it. Yeah. We we didn't know. Um, we I, thought, I what was, is it? What is it? I was hoping they were just going to drop the new album like they did with the stage. They didn't, did they? And then we could have talked about it on this pod. Um, but it was actually a single. Um, from the new album. Mm. Um and music video to go along with it mm-hmm. um the single's called nobody um 
and they let us know what the title of the new album is, which is Life is But a Dream. I don't like that. Um, and the release date, which is the 2nd of June. I didn't know that was the album title, and I hate that. Do you? Yeah. Of course you do, because you hate everything. Well, no, but you've just you've just proven that I like some stuff, but I hate that as an album title. That is oh, awful. Um, Life is but a dream. I assume you haven't listened to the single. No, because I refuse to, because of I like to listen to it as an album as yeah. a whole. Um, Not just because I'm drunk, grumpy, drunky. Um, I have listened to it once, I think. Oh, you sound super positive. It's uh, it, it, it's it's all right. It's, what was that? Yeah. It's all right. That's not glowing praise. So I think maybe like we have to wait for the album to come out. Yeah, and I we'll think see. maybe they fucked it, haven't they? Don't know. Let's write them off now. Shall okay. we? If we so if we write them off, just write them off. Just then... so they're going to be shit. Uh, okay. So That's... it might be a pleasant surprise then. It's wank. Yeah, Absolute yeah. wank. This shit. album's going to be. This We've heard toss, it. Toss bag. We've heard it. They've sent us it. Yeah, yeah. We're we, journalists. Yeah, we had a listen. Yeah. And they sent it's it to shit. us eight months ago, actually. Yeah, it's shit. Yeah. It's just fucking M Shadows whining. Yeah. Just whining about his dead chinchilla. Uh, okay, so that that brought you back down. Uh, this is definitely going to bring you back down. Lars Ulrich's been defending Lulu. Mm. Um, so, uh, in an interview, he said he doesn't understand the reaction of the fans to Lulu. Um, and he thinks it's aged incredibly well. That's because Lars Ulrich is a, an art dealer poncy cunt <laughs> disguised as a metal drummer. Um, He's put it down to ignorance of the fans. Of course he would. So we're ignorant. We just don't get it. We no. just don't get it. It's, we're not intelligent enough. I'll tell you what, Lars, you fucking grumpy little midget man. It's not because we're not intelligent enough. It's because it's a shit album. Well, I... So... I know you like Lou Reed. Cut. You might fucking want to suck Lou Reed's ballsack. <laughs> but Lou Reed plus Metallica does not equal good. It, what it equals is boring bollocks. Kirk Hammett has also kind of said that he he considers it to be quite an achievement of an album. Yeah, but Kirk Hammett would say literally anything if it was put in front of him. Kirk Hammett couldn't read his own name off a fucking blackboard. <laughs> um, so I, after reading that article, I listened to Lulu a couple of Kirk times. Kirk Hammett reminds me of Matt Damon from Team America World Police. If you get a camera in front of him, he just says... Kirk Hammett. <laughs> uh, yeah, so I've listened to it. It's bad. Um, it's so bad. Well, let me give you my new review. I'm going to poke my eyes new... out. No. So I've I've come to the conclusion... That you're a table. That there, there's about 52 seconds of that album that is quite good. I, I'll um, give you that. But, if you'd said 54, I would have punched you right in the but nuts. But I'm afraid... Lars and Kirk and James and and Rob and Lou and Lou come on Lou he's dead now isn't he come on Lou um you know I'm the fucking world's biggest Metallica fan but Lulu even after re-listening to it now recently it's it's still shit Lulu is a massive bag of piss yeah it is a colostomy bag of an album yeah it is. I know colostomy bags are generally full of it Shit, is, not piss, but pants. It, it is, is pants. so woeful. Yeah, and to release that at full price 
is frankly insulting. <laughs> um, you should have given it away like you two, so that you could have oh, yeah. spread spread the same amount of imagine, displeasure and imagine anger. That, though. Imagine that. Imagine like I'm angry about getting the U2 album forced upon me, but imagine if the world got Lulu forced upon them. Oh God! I think. The depression would really, really, I mean, everyone's depressed now. They should but have, wait till they fucking deliver Lulu to everyone. They should have released it in March 2020. Mm. Yeah. Right before lockdown. Everyone and would just have just gone, run outside and yeah. gone, give me the vid, I need to fucking die. Yeah, 100%. Or would have just thrown themselves off of a bridge mm. and then the NHS wouldn't have been so overloaded because <laughs> there'd have just been loads of dead cunts. <laughs> Um, the but... fucking the Southampton <laughs> Solent would have just been float. Would have just looked like popcorn everywhere. Mm. Just, just dead, dead bodies. Yeah. Just asses. I assume just... that people float from the ass up. <laughs> they do. Yeah. 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 If you if you're dead and yeah. you jump in the water, yeah. Dead. The ass goes uh, up. First. Yeah. Ass up. Yeah. Head down. Legs down. Ass up. Head down. Ass up. That's the way you like to fuck. Uh huh. Uh huh. I like it. <laughs> Um, so, um, carrying on with Metallica news, um, this is crazy. The demand for Metallica vinyl has gotten so big that they've purchased their own vinyl pressing plant. Um, they've taken over or got the majority shareholding of, um, Furnace Record Pressings in Virginia without releasing any new material last year. Metallica sold 400,000 albums on vinyl. No wonder Lars is an unbearable cunt. It's staggering though, isn't it? That's they sold 400,000 yeah. vinyl it sort of last is. year. It, yeah, but it, it sort of is, but it sort of isn't. Like, Why? the black because the black album was in the fucking Billboard 100 no, no, for about 30 I mean, years. A, a large part of that was due to Stranger Things. They sold 91,000 copies of Master of Puppets on vinyl last year. How insane is that? Yeah, but what a fucking song. And what an album. And what an episode of Stranger Things. Oh, mate, yeah. When, I, I literally had an erection the when, whole time. Oh, mate, I could have poked my own eye out. Yeah. It Which was, is crazy because I'm usually not that the, flexible. The only time I've been that excited watching a TV show was when they bought back Television Luke, X Luke, no, previews. When they brought back Luke Skywalker at the end of The Mandalorian. That's not a TV show. Oh, that is a TV show. Yeah, I've yeah. never seen Mandalorian. Have you not? No, you just spoil it for me, so I'll never watch it. You've never watched Mandalorian? No, have you seen The Last of Us? Yeah. Very good, isn't it? It's all right. You cunt. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. <clears throat> it's a shit walking dead, though, isn't it? Let's be honest. Fuck off! <laughs> Next! Oh, now you fucking know how it feels! Next! Now you've got a little taste of your own medicine there. Um, right, I'm cutting the fucking recording. Fuck this podcast. <laughs> Def Leppard news. Oh, why is um, this news? Because this is good news for our listeners. It's good news for me. Def Leppard haven't been used since 1993. Shush. Um, and Def even then they were old cunts. Shush. Def Leppard have um, teamed up with the London Royal... Philharmonic Orchestra, uh, yeah, and they basically re-recorded sort of like their their own funeral their music, greatest hits. Um, 
the album comes out in May. Their greatest hit, so they've yeah. got four songs. No, they don't. Beth Leopard are fucking awesome. They've got 653 fucking brilliant one-armed songs. I saw them at Downer. <laughs> they were very Did good, you? actually. Yeah, I, I've only ever seen them once, and that was when they were touring with Motley Crue, and Motley Crue were fucking amazing. No, I saw them... And I didn't go massively on Beth Leopard. I, I, I missed the first half of the set because I understandably wanted to see a better band. Um, <laughs> so I watched the end of parkway drive oh okay well exactly yeah yeah. so i watched the end of parkway drive, parkway drive and then i strolled around there was a last that i was i'm not gonna say dating at the time because she'll get funny ideas um you weren't dating we weren't were dating. you intercoursing maybe <laughs> um but we went down up. <laughs> well that was how she liked me um so yeah, we went round and we watched the rest of Def Leppard, and I thought they were wonderful actually live. Um, the oh, only thing I will say yeah. is I think the drummer could have done with another arm. <laughs> it looked dreadfully difficult for him. Ah oh, oh, well. Um, so I mean, I've always been a big Def Leppard fan. I don't know I why love... he just didn't pull it out from behind him. I fucking love the early stuff. Um, but it's it's kind of a bit obviously they're not the first band to do an album with an orchestra, but it is it's not so much the way Metallica did it like in S and M, like where it's the band playing with the orchestra. It's more just the orchestra as the music. Oh, um, so it's quite. They've released Animals, um, into the wild. <laughs> yeah, they're real for the Released the single Animals, and there is a guitar solo in it. Um, but yeah, all the music is orchestra, and it's I. I'm quite looking forward to it coming out. I think it might be quite nice. Okay. Um, I'm sure you. That's cool. I'm Next. Sure you'll, sure you'll hate it. You're gonna really hate this. So I keep seeing talk about Creed reuniting. Um, about a month ago, I saw an interview with Mark Tremonti saying that a Creed reunion is on the table. Um, and he still no, he didn't mean band. that. He'd he seen the th- film Creed Three, <laughs> and he was like, "Yeah, me, Jonathan Majors, and Michael B. Jordan is, is are going to have a punch up." Yeah, have you seen it? No, but the second one was garbage. So I ain't expecting a lot from the. It band. was all right. The third one, no, it was Ivan Drago's boy. It was. It was. Shit. Still Drago. It was shit. It was mostly a wanky. Love Diddy story. Drago. <laughs> Diddy Drago. Yeah, Diddy Drago. <laughs> um, apparently yeah, this so, new one's quite good. Um. So it's it's popped up again lately. Like apparently, promoters and fans are kind of still pushing for like a a reunion. Yeah, but Scott um, Stapp's insane. Well, it, look, he's gone off the deep end. Tremonti said more recently that that he, Scott Stapp's mental. He, no, he said he keeps getting calls about it, um, but it's just not not being practical. Either he's got stuff on, or Scott Stapp's got stuff on. So. Sort of what Scott Stapp? Oh, I don't know. Oh. He's a busy man. He's Scott Stapp from Creed. Yeah. Do you know what he's got going on? What? Shouting at mushrooms. <laughs> Just in a field, yelling at foliage. Uh, That's all that man's got going on. Um, but I think the bottom line is it keeps being more common. And shitting into about. vases. So I, I think it is inevitable that we're going to get a Creed reunion at i some think point. that you're mental and, and I, i'm I going to see creed if creed get back together and tour i'm going to see creed if you go and see creed i like I, creed that's fine if you go and see creed you'll be as mental as old jar shitter scott's that yeah <laughs> he shits into jars is that what he does yeah oh, it's his new time. career yeah okay 
He's got jars all over the place. <laughs> um, Jar Jar Binks, they call him. Okay, I've got a question for you. Okay. Are you in the market for a new butt plug? Yeah. Always. Um, you are? Yeah, always. Fantastic. Bigger so, the better. And this is a band you like. Get yourself Ramstein. along. Ramstein. Get yourself along. No. Get yourself along to a, a show from Health. Oh. Yeah. Healthy butt plugs. Health. Are they vegan? Health are now selling branded butt plugs. Are at they their vegan? Gigs. I, I mean, I don't know. I haven't got. I don't know. Um, Can you find out right got, now? You've got a choice of black or clear. Is that vegan? Oh. I think it is. I think the clear one's vegan. Yeah, the black one's full of meat. zebra meat. Yeah. Um, so Zebras are black and white. I yeah, don't know yeah. why so, zebras. So, yeah, get yourself a, a health butt plug at one of their gigs. Um, although, <clears> you know, due to merch prices, I would imagine they're probably about pounds. 400 quid each. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, and actually, on that note, go on. <clears throat> listeners, if you want a branded butt plug, I'm more than happy to brand your butt plugs with the SBC logo and oh, yeah. our boldy little faces. Yeah. If that's the merch you want, yeah. I will get it made. And I guarantee you it will be less than healths. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. yeah. And I'll make sure that the, the little boldy heads are ridged. So you can feel every little tickle of Chris's beard. <laughs> oh, well, well, yeah, that's going to make it quite expensive, isn't it? No. You need me, you want me climbing in your ass. Oh, that's going to cost you a few quid. I'll chisel them out. Okay. I'll by get hand. Some... Each one hand carved hand by Chris Juan. Yeah. I, I don't know how to carve anything, and I'm not sure what the material will be. It'll be a lucky dip. Yeah. So it could be glass. It, it could, could be, be asbestos. It could be <laughs> Asbestos. Yeah, SBC asbestos butt plugs, but but they'll be vegan. <laughs> oh fucking hell! Um, next, next. So we've not got much news, more news left. Much more new new news. Yeah. Um. Uh. So I'm, we've been going forty two minutes. We're yeah. still on the news. Yeah, but it's good stuff. Come on, it's good stuff. Um. Here's an overlooked moment in history. In 1984... This is not news. This is news. Dave Mustaine invited Kerry King to join what would be his newly formed post-Metallica band, Megadeth. Did Good. you know about that? No, I didn't. I don't no. care. Let's roll on. Um, Next. Kerry... No. He played the first five live shows and then he sacked them off. Because um, he hated Dave Mustaine because no, he's a ginger cunt. No, he basically sacked him off because his um, opinion was that Dave Mustaine's guitar playing was too intricate and he kind of struggled to keep up. That's bollocks. Well, I don't know. Um, anyway, next. Oh, God, you're not happy about this, are you? We're 45 minutes in, man. Um, Ozzy Osbourne's making noises about returning this to This is not stage. news. It is. No, it's not. He is. He's, he's talking about coming yeah, back. Yeah, do you know what those noises are? Death rattles. No, they're going to put him on a throne. They're not. They're going to put him in a coffin. They're going to put him on a throne. They're going to put him like, in a coffin and they're going to jam a load of pipes into him and play the cunt like a bagpipe. Well, they said that, that like, but he likes to move around on stage, so they're going to give yeah, him when some, he's sort animated, of, some sort of throne on wheels. Or full of fucking meth. 
Yeah, so we're going to get to see. We are going to get to see. No, again you're not. Page. You won't. We are, but he's no. going to be in some. He's going to be some sort of like demented, Android, demented robot, Professor X Aussie. You'll see him in an iron lung. That's what you'll see him in. Well, just like on the stage with his head poked out. Yeah, he'll be like. What will happen is if the technology is there, and this will be the true test of it, he'll be like a fucking head in a jar, like Futurama. I've never seen Futurama. Oh my days. Yeah, I don't really do animated shit. Oh, you should do animated shit. No, I know. The porn's great. <laughs> <laughs> nah, I don't like animated porn. Each their own. Okay. Do you? Next. Do you like animated porn? No, I'm not a big fan, to be honest. I like big titties. I like real titties. But <laughs> real ones. Real titties. Okay. <laughs> animated titties always seem to be overly proportionately big right like they're always like the waist is about six inches and the titties are like 18 kilos each it's weird um i like real ladies with real curves okay um so as i'm a we, real man as we now know i'm Link, a real boy lincoln park are re-releasing meteora in april yes um so a special edition box set it's, it's got six new unreleased tracks demos b-sides live shows that like never seen before footage it's going to be like five vinyls 24 cds and 600 dvds um they've released another single okay did you listen to lost no i've no so you haven't listened to the new one no fuck me mush um it's called fighting myself um and it's about me, and, myself, and Irene. Yeah, or but no, I've got to say, it's really fucking good. Liar, liar, it's when he beats the shit out of himself. Like that, the Lost single that they brought out. Is it as good is, as anything that's on Hybrid Theory yeah. or Meteora? Yeah. Oh, I don't believe it. Yeah, it is, yeah. It's really good. Okay, I'll listen it's to really it. It's really good. It's, it's heavier, it. it's better. Okay, it's better I will Lost. listen to it. You won't, will you? Yeah, you maybe. <laughs> um, so I'm quite looking forward uh, to the box set coming out. Talking about box sets, have you yeah. seen Tool have just released a box set? No. So they've just released a box set, and I'm pretty sure it's a fear inoculum. So you get the the sud, yeah, um, and you also get a life size skull with a fetus in it. Oh, like a sculpture. I think it's about a million pound because obviously it's tall. And Great. love, if I bought that, would you like to display a skull with a fetus in it in the lounge somewhere? Really. On the table? No. That's been you given. can wear it that's, as a hat. That's been given the seal of disapproval by, by Claire. Yeah, well, that's a shame. That's a, it is a shame because I was quite prepared to pay a million pounds for that. It looks cool. Don't get me wrong. I, I looked at it and I was like, fuck me, that looks cool. Oh, Do might... you know what? Have you ever played the game Death Stranding? No, no. you haven't because you haven't played your PlayStation in 800 years. No. But Death I'm Stranding. 42. I don't play computer games anymore. I do. Um... <laughs> Hideo Kojima, that does the Metal Gear Solid. You've heard of Metal Gear Solid? I've heard of it. Yeah. So he makes those games. He made a game called Death Stranding that's got Norman Reedus in it from The Walking Dead. Very, very good game. Okay. Um, it looks like something from that. It's like this kind mm. of weird, creepy skull. It's see-through. Mm. Um, and go it's good. got this could weird go little good. light could up good in here in, in, the, in the SPC studio. Oh, it'd look fantastic mm. in this. I might look into that, see how much it actually costs. Mm. It's a lot of money. Mm. Oh, talking about a lot of money, you know the... Um, this is not in the news. But I'm well, that's it. okay, because we're, we're 
literally it's fine. just a skip and a jump into the podcast. It's fine. Um, you know the box sets, the Metallica box sets they've been releasing yes. of the album? Yeah, yeah, the re-releases. Yeah. So Remasters. I've got all, all of them. Just sat down there. Yeah. Um, you know the Master of Puppets one? Mm-hmm. They're going for £1,000 each on eBay. Fucking hell. Yeah. How many of them have you got? One. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they go. Yeah. And Ride the Lightning's going for about 500 quid. Fucking hell. I sold all my vinyl the other day. Why? Because I, I haven't got anything to play it on. Why? Because I didn't buy anything. Silly. Do you know how much I got for it? Pound. £50. What, really? Why didn't you ring me? I would have had your vinyl. There's bound to be some stuff in there I'd have liked. Well, I've got Emperor of Sand. Don't. Mastodon. Got that. Code Orange underneath. Mm, got got that. Bleed from Within. Oh, I don't know. Maybe not. Architects. Definitely not. I'd have had that. All, of our, all our gods. Oh, right. I'll just take it back. You can have it. Um, Rancid and Out Come the Wolves. You no, should have that, but you won't listen that. to it. No. Um, and another one. Oh, <laughs> Palm Reader. Braille. Oh, you sold them. <clears throat> oh, well, that's sad. Yeah. Anyway, next. Last bit of news. The last final bit of and news. And then we're going to eat. The, yeah. all the, not and that you'll know it. Uh, yeah, and then we're going to do a special covert fucking... Um, Nosh fest. N- Nosh fest. <laughs> Fuck me. Um, this is... I'm ending on a bit of a sombre bit of news. Oh, God. Um, so, sadly, the guitarist from Saliva... Um, Wayne Swinney has passed away. I'm tearing I, up. I, good, you fucking should be. The Sliver have actually been around for the best part of 30 years. And during their tour, and like three days into their tour, he, he had a brain hemorrhage and, and died a day later. It's very sad. Um, it's sad because... It is bad you know, that somebody's died. You know, Sliver are one of the... Bands. They're one of the founding bands of the new metal era, really. Aren't they? Yeah. Were they around in 94? Uh, 96 was their first album. Okay. So, I mean, you know, that, you know, and it was, it was like 94 to two early 2000s that new metal was like <laughs> mega and saliva were a big part of that without okay. a doubt. All right. I, I've never listened to them really. Um, so I, I, their I, first I... couple of albums, I mean, they've released quite a few albums, but their first couple of albums were fucking brilliant. And definitely, you know, I, I was heavily into that new metal shit. In like mm. the late nineties, and and saliva were up there with like one of my favourites. Oh, good. Um, so and you know and supposedly he's fifty nine years old and supposedly a fucking hell of a nice guy, who would always kind of greet you with a hug and a smile. And, That's a real shame. And unfortunately, he fucking had a brain hemorrhage and fucking died whilst he's on tour. That, so, uh, to be fair, like, I mean that is a shame. I'm not actually going to make a joke about saliva or, or whatever. <laughs> now, it is genuinely a shame. And like, the the only thing I will say is, by the sounds of it, if he's been in a band for like a successful band for like twenty seven, thirty years or whatever, yeah, it, at least he sort of, if it was a brain hemorrhage and it was reasonably quick, at least he died doing something he wanted yeah, yeah. to do. He like, fucking loved it, you know. He, he went out the way he wanted had to. Had a decent fucking <clears throat> life and. Like you say, part of a successful band, and you know, sort of, because Saliva have been, you know, they're not exactly a highly talked about band anymore, but they definitely still have a have a quite a big band following. Yeah. yeah. So that we're ending on a somber bit of news, but that guys is the end of the news.
news. Very interesting point there, Chris. Thanks. Namaste. Did you enjoy your Chinese? We didn't have Chinese, we didn't stop. Oh, no, we didn't, did we? No. No, no stopping here at SBC. We are a professional. All time, every time, all the time. <laughs> every time, all the time. Every time. Um, yeah, so that was a nice little short news segment. I hope everyone enjoyed. Um, I know that Chris Juan didn't enjoy it. I enjoyed bits of it. Um, so, moving on. Yeah. I've been to see some live music. Fabulous. Another reason for Chris Juan to be in a mood. So, for Claire's 40th, um, we went to Birmingham to see I Prevail. Yeah. Um, not, not, not Chris's favourite. Next band. Um, but um, Claire fucking loves them, and you know, truth be told, I fucking really like them too. Um, so yeah, uh, like I say, O2 Academy in Birmingham. Um, they were supported by. Two bands, unknown. One was called Blind Channel. Um, we didn't see those. We didn't get there in time. And then another band that supported them called Trash Boat. Um, I think I've heard of Trash Boat. We caught we caught most of them. Um, they're kind of some forty one ish, um, <clears throat> but maybe a bit heavier than some forty one. But yeah, it's kind of that kind of music. No, it's some forty two. Some forty two, yeah, that's what we should call them. Mm. Um, they were okay, but nothing like amazing that like stood out. Like I'm not gonna. It's a terrible night. Not overall. Gonna, I'm not gonna start looking up, looking them up on Amazon Music or nothing. Um, so yeah, so then I prevail. Oh fucking hell! So they kicked off with um. Uh, there's fear in let in letting go, which mm. is the the opening track off the the um new album, and oh mate, I know you're not going to enjoy it, but fuck me, the like starts with the little electronic fucking ditty when the stage is dark, and then the the drums come in, and and you could just feel the crowd like. Sleep gearing themselves oh. up. No. Okay. S- stop it. Um and and yeah, when the when the when it kicked in, the, the fucking place just erupted. Like it was it was one of them instances where I've just been in a room where just every single person just seemed to be really, really, really having Brain a fucking damaged. wonderful time. <laughs> Sorry, I'll stop. <laughs> No, it was it was it was fucking great. Um, yeah, the whole, just the whole place was just singing at the top of their lungs. It it genuinely gave me goosebumps. Like That's it was good. that it was that. Like they, it was just that good. It they really just connected was. with people. Yeah, it was really good. And then the the they followed up with body bag, um, which I don't know what you think about that song. I don't know. Do you like that song? Have you mentioned it before? I have mentioned it, yeah. Mm. And it was fucking immense. It was just, it was, every person in the room was just 
jumping along and singing along and just having a fucking jolly nice time. And it it just, you know, it just, it felt, it's quite a heavy song anyway, but it just felt heavier seeing it live. Mm. Um, yeah, it was, it was... Was that the one you sent me? Mm, you sent me a, a video clip. Oh, I don't remember. Oh, yeah, I did. I sent you a clip when I was there, didn't I? Yeah. I'm not sure, if I'm being honest. I was <clears> relatively... <throat> inebriated by that point that's fair enough um i was very uh i was disinterested at best (laughs) um then they did self-destruction which i love then they did bad things which um you know it's quite a sing-alongy sort of track but the heavy parts just sounded fucking super brutal um this bit was cool they they did like a cover of chop suey Oh yeah. Um, as sort of like an intro into um, "Fuck What You Think You Know," which is one of the songs off the new album, mm-hmm. um, and it was just a really good moment. Like you can just imagine, like they started playing Chop Suey, and the whole fucking place was like, "Wow!" Like it was fucking. It was really good. Um, Did the whole place go more mental than other points? No, but I mean, it got a massive reaction. Mm, of course, it did. It's a good song. When they just, um, uh, choke, which is one of my favourite I Prevail songs, um, it just sounded fucking. It just sounded huge, like it just. It was it was so good. The whole like literally the whole time the whole place was fucking jumping. Um. You know, the encore finished with Bow Down, which again sounded heavier than it does on the album. Um, I just loved every song that they played and every minute of the gig. Um, I can't I can't fault the performance in any way. The musicianship, every single person on stage just had a lot of energy and were just, you know were just really good at what they were doing. And both the singers as well. Both the singers were fucking just really good. Mm. Um, I know I know, it's not your cup of tea. Um, but yeah, I mean, I'd, I'd highly recommend anyone to go and see them. I, th- I genuinely thought it was, it was fucking great. Oh, that's good. Um, I'm pleased that you had a good time. I'm, I'm really surprised actually because... I was expecting to go there and it just be full of kids. Yeah. But it really wasn't. There was there was like a whole aspect of Rangers. There were a few kids, as you would get at any fucking metal gig, but mm. there was plenty of fucking older people as well. Um, yeah, so I thought that was kind of a bit of a surprise to me because I didn't, you know, I thought I'd be in the minority. Linker Park fans that thought they'd gone to the wrong gig. <laughs> Maybe. Um, yeah. So no, I overall it was fucking brilliant. Highly recommend it. Um, I I think they're going to be quite big. I really do. I know they're sort of playing places like, but they're only on album three, and they're sort of playing the the O two Academy type places. But I think they could end up being quite a big band. So I don't doubt that, and I won't see. argue with that. I don't think they deserve it, but they could be. Why? I don't like them. You don't like anything? Yeah, I don't think anyone should be on a big stage. <laughs> Everyone should play in my bedroom, and then I'll judge them, and then 
popular opinion should be based on that. <laughs> um, on a side note, um, I did buy some merch. How much? Claire wanted a couple pounds? of t-shirts. Bought two t-shirts, eighty quid. Whoa, whoa, wow. Yeah. That's big spice. Yeah, eighty quid for two t-shirts, and you know, forty quid of that probably went to the O2 Academy. <laughs> yeah. yeah, by the sounds of it. So yeah, that was that was um my most recent gig and what I've been up to in the last week. Gig review. So gig review tick tick. We haven't been doing the ticks. No, you forgot the ticks. You fucked that. Up, I don't think me? I don't think we did any ticks last. Yeah, cast. we did ticks. Did we? <clears throat> Okay, yeah. Well, news tick, gig review tick. Thank you. On to album review. Not quite yet, tick, because we haven't reviewed them yet. No, that's still unticked. Unticked. So, um, album number one. Godsmash. Godsmack. Lighting up the sky. Ooh. Um, so... I su- you know, I suppose you'd just describe them as a hard rock band. Yes. Um, Which confused me because I thought they were a metal band before I listened to them because this is my first Godsmack album. Is it really? Yeah. So I had their first album, which was their self-titled album. Um, what was it called? Godsmack. Godsmack. Oh, okay. Um, back in 1998. That was the year after I left school. Um, and they were they were on the heavy side of hard rock then. Mm. They were a bit grungy as well, actually. Mm-hmm. But yeah, they were heavier. Um, but they had a unique sort of sound and style. Um, and Sully, the singer, he's got a very distinctive voice as well. Yeah, yeah, um, mm, yeah. Yeah. And I, I really liked them back then. Um, the, the first album I really liked, and I kept up with them for a while. Um, the second album was Awake, which was also really good. Um, and that was still kind of along the heavy, heavier side of things. The third album, um, Faceless, um, was all right. Um, the the title the the first track on that straight out of line is a fucking belter of a fucking song um maybe one of the best songs that they've they've actually done okay um and then after that they bought out an album called the other side which was like a seven track acoustic album um and i fucking loved it well, you're pulling that face. Sounds awful. I loved it. It okay. was like seven acoustic versions of songs Bad off songs. the first three album. No, <laughs> um, and and that up to that point, and still is my favourite Godsmack album. Okay, it's I quite like acoustic rock at times. So, uh, just a, a question for you before we dive into this album, because yeah. obviously this has been my first Godsmack album. Yeah. Is this a decent representation of Godsmack? <clears throat> yes. When you compare it to sort of the last sort of previous three albums, definitely. I don't think it's as good as the first three albums. Okay. Um, 
but yeah, we'll, we'll, we can talk about it. This is their eighth studio album, and um, and it's their last as well. Is it? Yeah, yeah. Um, so all the members of the band have got other projects that they're more invested in, and um, this is their last album. They've said. Um, so I, I I'm assuming that they're gonna carry on as a band and still tour and stuff, but I don't think you're gonna get any more new material from them. I think this is this is it. Okay. Um. So, but but I don't I I don't think that they've just smashed out a quick <clears throat> shit album because it's just to like wrap things up. Um. I, overall, I think this album is pretty pretty well put together. Um, I don't, I, I don't know what you think. I, I guess Godsmack's not really your sort of music anyway. I don't know, or is it? No, no, no. Um, the opening track, you're uh, you and I. Have you sort of made notes on tracks, or <clears throat> sort of, you just yeah. kind of to, to the point I could be asked? Yes. Um, it was the opening track's okay. It's nothing amazing. It's sort of a bit bluesy, really. Lighting up the sky, lighting up the sky. Is that the first album? Uh, first song? No, that's the last song. Oh, uh, what's the first song? Sorry, you and I. You and I, of course it is. Yes. Uh, where's red, white, and blue? Is that red, white, and blue? That's the second song. Okay, cool. Yeah, so I have done this in order. Um, I put the lighting up the sky. Lighting up the sky sounds like a man. It's like listening to a man moaning about losing his wife at a MAGA rally. That's the last track on the album. It's so very American. The whole thing's so American. The, the, the whole thing is very American. Like Red, White and Blue. Mm. I actually quite like the song. It's 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 a bit heavier than the first song. Um, and it's catchy. And it's, it's sort of about them saying how shit the people that run the country are. But they're still fucking like, we're America through and through. Yeah, it's very I love America. Yeah, it's MAGA. It's MAGA. It's mm. they 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 sound like I want to know where they were when the uh, Capitol building was raided. Maybe they were playing live. Maybe they, they were probably the, they were probably the soundtrack. That's how. <laughs> yeah, <I feel>. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, surrenders the next track. It's all right. It's quite catchy. Um, I have put that it sounds like a man pleading for a blowjob from his missus and being turned down because she has realised he is spending their savings on OnlyFans subscriptions. <laughs> what about me? Have you got anything for that? Oh, yeah. Uh, moaning again about the lack of BJs. <laughs> um, Truth is the next one. I know you're going to hate that. Um, because it's a ballad, but I quite like a ballad, as we know, and it's just sort of like a piano with with him singing, mm. um, and then the the chorus kicks in and stuff, and it's quite good, I think. And this is by track four, which is this track four? No, this is track five. This is now my favourite song on the album at this point. Fair enough. Um, I put uh, as my notes for that. I know why she left you. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> hell! The the first no, right. I don't know the context be behind this album, and uh, people might 
But this is he's divorced or split up with his missus, isn't he? I don't know. He must have done because all of it is like, why don't you give me what I want and I want rimming, <laughs> but you won't let me do that because you're off with Darren swimming. <laughs> like it's just so stupid. I can tell why she let. If, if this is a breakup album, I know why she left you, and I think she made the right choice. I I don't think it's. I think it, it potentially is a breakup. It's album, definitely a breakup but, album, but I don't think it's potentially about a a woman. I think it's potentially just about sort of the end of the the band. No, not unless they're all blowing each other in the fucking van. <laughs> um, the next track is <clears throat> "Hell's Not Dead." I like that. It's got a nice thick riff and. Um, you know, it's more classic old school Godsmack. Oh, I like it. It's it's simple. Yeah. But it's you know, it's a decent hard rock song. It's the heaviest song at this point on the album. Yeah, I don't I don't disagree. Um yeah, the only notes I made were get a hobby, mate, she left you. <laughs> um Soul on Fire, um sort of a similar vein really. It's sort of one of the more heavy tracks on the album. Um, it's the one with the most irritating chorus. Help me, help me. I put, help me, gladly. Kiss this spade that I'm swinging at you. <laughs> oh, my God. Let, let's Go is the next song. And all I think about when I hear that song is this absolutely sounds like a perfect Steel Panther riff. Uh, like yeah. it literally sounds yeah. like a Steel Panther song when yeah. it starts. Um, you know, it's 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 groovy, it's catchy. Like that is my favourite song on the album, definitely. Yeah, fair enough. And I, but I think they should give that to Steel Panther, and then Steel Panther could whack some lyrics with it, and it would, and it would be put, terrible. It, no, it would be a really good Steel Panther song. Not unless you're talking about Steel Panther from 2008. Yeah, we'll go back in time when they could write lyrics. Okay. And then we'll give them that riff. Cool. And then yeah. we will have a perfect amalgamation for a good new Steel Panther song. All right, perfect. So if we can give this entire album to Clutch back in 96, <laughs> it would be a great album because they would scrap it and start again <laughs> and they would write Blast Tyrant. Um, the best of times. Uh, I haven't got any notes because I no, got fed up it, of fucking writing notes a, now. It is like a filler type track. It's bollocks. It's Grow, ball bag. Growing old, another ballad, but it's 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 not that great. It's not as good as the other ballad on the album. Um, and that wasn't great. Well, I disagree. I quite like that. And then lighting up the sky is the final track, and I think that's. Quite a good, quite a good track. Personally, I really liked it because I knew it was the last song. I like the chorus. The drums are really good in that song as well, uh, and the solo is really good. I think it's a good. <clears throat> I think it's a good end to the final album of Godsmack. Um, I think you're overly critical of it. You, uh, I, well, think, I, I think was about very, to say I think you're very good. Uh, you, I was about to say, despite my criticisms of the woefully fucking stupid lyrics and the fucking soy boy beta cuck cis bitch of a singer um i actually quite enjoyed it 
I, 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 think... I, I genuinely, I was listening to it, and I was at no point was I like, I got to turn this off. I don't think it. I don't I... think you can hugely fault the album. I quite enjoyed it. Like, I, I thought it was quite nice. I guess it's, it depends on what sort of music you're into. Shine down. Yeah, like if if you're a if you're a fan of like, Macri, d- yeah, if you're a fan of like Shine Down and Disturbed and Alter Bridge and yeah, this is Nickelback right up alley. <laughs> dare I say mm. that sort of thing. it all fits in with that kind yeah, of, does. of kind does. of stuff. Um, it's it's not the sort of thing I'm gonna massively listen to. It's the it's, I see it as being the kind of thing that I could have on in the background when I'm camping. Do you know what? Strangely, like we just got music in the background when I'm camping. Strangely, out of the two albums we're going to review today, if I was going to listen to one again, it'd be this. Really? I don't like it, but I would listen to this. That surprises me, so I can't fucking wait to hear your review of Suicide Silence. It'd be brief. <laughs> um, I, I, I mean, I'm, I'm giving this album a four out of six because I, I think it's all right. Oh, okay. I've given it two. Two? Yeah. Wow. That it's is not very crazy. good, is it? Let's be honest. It's I not think very it's all right. good. I, I, it depends on what sort of music <clears throat> you're into. I think if you're into... Good music. If, you, if you're into that sort of hard rock type of area, you know, it's all right. I'll be... I'll be right, okay. So I'll be perfectly honest with you. The, the bands that you talked about... The Shine Downs, the Nickelbacks, the uh, Alter Bridge, Disturbed. Disturbed's last album was better than this, I think. Yeah, I agree. Alter Bridge. Alter Bridge. Everything Alter Bridge have done has been far superior to this. Mm. I'm not a Shine Down fan other than The Sound of Silence, I think, is the album. Yeah. And that's actually got some really good songs on it. The yeah. highlights on Sound of Silence, the song. Godsmack can't write anything that big. And even Nickelback have got Burn It to the Ground. <laughs> uh. So they're just not in that class. So if that's the the thingy, oh, if you like this kind of music, you'd like this. Not necessarily because it's not as good. I'm not sure. It's not bad. Not not bad. That's fair. I think as an overall, if you take sort of all the albums and and their career as a whole, they're fucking way better than Nickelback. And they are way better than Shinedown. Okay, yeah, that's fair enough. But also, what, what you could do, if you like this sort of thing, you could and you have all of these albums, you can put them in the bin and you can buy Clutch's albums <laughs> and you would go, oh, this is what music is supposed to sound like. And then you'd have a lovely day. Okay, fair enough. So you don't like it? No, but I like Clutch. <laughs> Clutch, six baldy eggs. Maybe we do Clutch next episode. Um, all right, move on then. Suicide silence. This is going to go badly, isn't it? You must dies. You must dies. Oh, deathcore band from California. California. Formed in 2002. Mm. Um, With Lich Mucker. Yeah, <laughs> Lich Mucker. Um, so they, these guys are absolutely um, sort of one of the forefathers to the deathcore genre yeah um there was a couple of bands 
who arguably kind of can take that trophy as starting deathcore. But I don't think Suicide Silence is... started deathcore. But no, they were one but, of the biggest but they were bands one of the to ones, break out. Yeah, totally. Yeah, definitely were the biggest bands um, to break out. And they were they were mega, <clears throat> sort of well received and successful in the sort of first five to ten years with mm. singer Mitch Lucker at the helm who sadly passed away following a motorbike accident in 2012. Um, And then they got a new singer in called Eddie Hamida. Yeah. Um, I can't remember what band he was from. Uh, Pussy Lickers Anonymous. I'll never write it down. Um, But he was from another band. I can't remember either. Um, He's got a fucking hell of a range on him. Yeah, but uh, all the albums that they've done since since then with Hamida... Have, have been met with criticism. Yeah, of course um, they will. Uh, you know, but to be fair to him, I suppose filling the hole left by Mitch Lucker is not going to be an easy task for anyone. Um, you know, and Mitch Lucker kind of gained that cult-like uh, status. Yeah, after yeah. he passed away. Yeah, yeah. You know, it was Definitely. it was all about him, and so yeah, to fill that gap is not going to be easy, is it? No, for anyone. Oh, it was like um, to a lesser extent. But like Alice in Chains, when they had to replace fucking Jesus McMary cunt. Jesus McMary cunt. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I remember that. <laughs> well, you know, Alice in Chains had to replace their lead singer and mm. they did a great job, but it took people a while to get used to it. Yeah. Do you know who... It didn't take people a long while to get used to. Was when Brian Johnson replaced Bon Scott, like he was. No, but Brian Johnson is amazing. That was, like that wasn't one of these instances. Like that was fucking just straight in, fucking incredible. And if anything, Back and, from Black's their best album. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Without yeah. 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 Anyway, AC yeah, chat gone another off, time. Gone off the fucking boil, but uh, like. For me personally, I've always given Deathcore a bit of a wide berth. Yeah. Um, not like completely ignoring it, but like those sort of extreme metal genres, I've never really given much time to. I've always mm. kind of dismissed it. Like I've dipped in and out, and and like listened to the odd track here or there or whatever. And every now and again, you kind of hear something that you thinks, "Oh, that's fucking really good." Mm-hmm. But just generally, I sort of tend to have found it the sort of music that after i don't know after maybe 10 or 15 minutes you're like fuck i've had enough of this yeah um but hasn't having said that as i said during the news segment um i think i actually really like deathcore <laughs> um, yeah i'm not i'm not a mega fan of like the pig squealy stuff um but this is where this album gets quite a big tick from me because there's not a huge amount of that on this album. Mm. Um, <clears throat> there's plenty of like screams and the, but it's mostly sort of deep growly vocals and and in a um, bizarre but kind of clever way. It's not the his vocals in this are not like completely inaudible. Like you can pretty much make out everything is he's saying yeah, pretty much. a lot of the time. Yeah, yeah. Which I think he's a good vocalist. Which, he's, yeah, which he's I, a really good. Which vocalist. I think is he is actually a really good vocalist. 
Um, so maybe, maybe he's, he's sort of the the hard time he's been getting for the last ten years is not maybe it's not really justified. It's totally unjustified. The last two suicide silence records I've listened to, and the one he really got a batter in for was the self titled, but that was because the band, the entire band, were like, "Oh, we want to be corn." Or whatever they mm. and they went into this massively new metal th- thing. Yeah, yeah. His performance on it was still fucking great. Yeah, but but it wasn't suicide you, silence, really. No, exactly. Yeah. Your singer can only deal with the fucking music that you put in front of them. Mm. And he is a death metal singer. He's a deathcore singer. Like it, his range is really low. And yeah, yeah. Like that. That's him. You can't just go. Oh yeah. I know you're really good at that, but. We're gonna write the follow up to "I'm Still Standing" by Elton John. Yeah, no, I get it, and and so it's in a sense it's not really been fair because the, the no, brunt, the brunt of the criticism that the band has had is centered around the singer because it's not mm. Mitch Lucker. Yeah, but it's not. But um, but, but it's not, that's not a fair criticism. No, because yeah, the, the, the worst parts of the last two albums have been the band. Yeah, not the singing. No, hundred yeah. um, percent. He's always been a great vocalist. Um, yeah, I, I haven't done a track by track on this on this album, to be fair, because I think I've you, picked out you like could kind of say the three songs. You could kind of say, yeah, to be fair, I, I've I've sort of picked out a couple of songs that stand out for me. Mm. Um, Full Void, um, Be Deceived, and Fucked for Life are like the standout tracks for me. What about you? Um, Kill Forever. What a riff. Yeah. What a banger of a riff. I put God Be Damned. It's the same riff. <laughs> Literally is the same riff. It's the same fucking song. Um, Full Void is the best song on the album. Yeah. By an absolute fucking mile and a half. Yeah. It's a cracker. Absolute cracker. Um, I'll be honest with you. When I first put this on, heard the big long intro. You will be dragged. Remember, you must die. And I was like, and then it went. Duck, 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 duck. I was like, oh, I was listening no, to it's the in, same thing as every other. The first time album. I listened to it, I had my headphones in and fucking made my headphones distort. Oh, just <laughs> I, I'll be honest with you. I, I was listening to. I was pressure washing the garden again today. Not again today. I, I don't do it daily. Um, <laughs> I was pressure washing the garden. And, um, for the 16th time I this week blasted the fuck out <laughs> the flowers I can tell you that but I was listening uh, again today and that that intro into that first track I was like oh it's just another me- it's just another deathcore album this is boring as fuck and I listened to the whole of the first song and I was like oh this is fucking like tedious just chug 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 boom 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 breakdown <laughs> And I was like, this is pretty fucking, by the numbers, pretty boring bullshit, if I'm honest. And then three or four tracks through the album, it starts to go a little bit. It starts to go different places. Mm. And I was like, actually, this, yes, it. don't get me wrong, like, Kill Forever, God Be Damned, is the same riff. Yeah. If anyone can listen to those two riffs and tell me the difference, <laughs> I will call you a bullshitter because you're going to be doing the uh, fucking Vanilla Ice thing of no mine goes den 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 da ga ding ding, and Queen's goes den 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 den. <laughs> like it's the same fucking riff. 
Right, it is. And I'll be honest with you, I think three or four of these songs have got the same riff. Yeah, yeah. But and to be fair, it's a I mean, great this, riff. this is why I haven't broken this down into talking about it track by track. Because, pretty because similar. you can pretty much say the same thing about every song yeah. within reason. Yeah. It's good, not... Good chuggy riff. Yeah, yeah. Like... Good drums. I really like the chunky well riffs. Well played. The riffs are really good throughout the album. The Beat down. I, I like the breakdowns. I fucking like the harsh vocals as well. I'm like I really liked the Lorna Shore album from last year. So I'm not overly surprised that I like this as well. Mm. Especially considering in my head I've always been like, nah, Deathcore's not for me. Um, and it, but if anything, I think I prefer this to the Lorna Shore album. Yeah, I the Lorna Shore album I, I thought was I, awful. I think I can listen. I will listen to this more than the Lorna Shore album. You think that was awful, really? Yeah, I thought it was terrible. Oh wow. Um, I'm not, I I'm, don't understand the hype at I, all. I'm not. I'm not hugely familiar with like Suicide Silence previous albums because I'm not hugely familiar with deathcore as a genre. To be honest, I think the the previous album to this is possibly better really? i think yeah i think it's possibly well, i know that that was panned as panned. well yeah i i, I think the the big points on the, the high points on that are probably higher than this i think it's a little bit more varied this is kind of like meat and potatoes if uh, that that's what this is this album is meat and potatoes deathcore yeah they've stuck to the thingy they've been burnt clearly in the last two albums yeah so they've of, gone back to so they've gone back to meat and potatoes let's go boom 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 deathcore <laughs> I think from what I, you know, I like it. I like this album a lot, actually. Okay. And like and from and from what I understand about deathcore and the different bands and stuff like that, I think this is an album that they've sort of come back with from the shit criticism of the previous albums, and then they've kind of gone, no, we're still here. We're still one of the best in deathcore. They definitely are one of the best in deathcore. I just think deathcore is a bit of a dead scene. So yeah, it's a bit, it's a bit of a possibly, but it, I think it's I, like milking the teat of a dead cow. I do think because there's not I, a lot left I in do it. Think but with like Lorna Shore, it's it is getting bigger again. No, but I mean they're getting bigger and they've got a big following, and I I don't think the you know I definitely don't think the scene is dying. If anything, I think it's being rejuvenated a bit, and yeah. I think possibly with the release of this album, that will it add more to that yeah i think those people that like deathcore excuse me <clears throat> those people that like deathcore that think lorna shore are the shit i think expand your horizons just from chug 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 beat down mm. to a little bit more death uh death metal and go and listen to venom prison and then they'll show you what actually can be done with the genre yeah because Venom Prison are very much a better band than Lorna Shaw. Yeah, no, I don't disagree with that. But it's not technically the same genre, is it? Similar genres. Yeah. Just stop being cunts and listening to one shit. <laughs> um, but anyway, I don't like it because it's not the one genre I listen to. What um, what are you giving this? I've actually given this three baldy eggs three, out of I, six, I'm and gonna... I gave the last one two. So I'm, I'm... I think this is a better album, but I won't go back. To I'm it. giving this a five, but. In the same breath, that's because I think this is a better album than the Godsmack album. But I also think this is better than the Lorna Shore album, which got an honourable mention for me last year. I think you've got brain damage. So, yeah, well, maybe I do. 
But hey ho, there you go. There's reviews. Reviews, cunt. Tick. Okie dokie. We're back. We are big. We never went anywhere. We never did. Never did, never, ever, for a million years, forever. That's a very Ricky Morty, Rick and Morty thing. Is it? Yeah, never ever gonna stay here for a thousand years, ever. Rick and Morty, Chris and Chris, adventures. Fair enough. Never watch Rick and Morty. That's good. Yeah, it's all right. Yeah, it's good. Don't do really do animated stuff. Yes, terrible, terrible shame. You mm. like Paradise PD? It's very silly. Paradise PD. Yeah. What's that? It's a TV show, animated. Yeah. They've got a drug dog that's addicted to drugs. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Anyway. Anywho, so we've done our album reviews. Yeah, we ticked. Did we tick them already? Uh, yeah, we did. Yeah. Shall I tick it just in case? Just tick it in case. Tick. So now we're going to go on to talk about what we've been listening to. Yeah, before boy. Our... Uh, before our feature. Chris one just farted. No, Is that going to smell? I uh, they won't not. be able to smell it. I, fuck it. I fucking will. Nah. Good Lord. We're in different rooms. We're in different countries. <laughs> sat right next to you. You live in Cyprus. Do I? Yeah. What language do I speak? Orange. <laughs> oh, I'm not tanned enough to be Cypriot. Cypriot. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, uh, who wants to go first? You or I? Uh, don't mind. I can go first. If go you on, men. I don't usually, do I? Don't you? No, I think you usually go first. Oh, you take the helm, man. Okay, cool. So I'm going to talk about an album from 1994. Interesting. By a classic British band yeah. from Essex who yeah. revolutionised. Oh, fuck off. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Is that a joke? Yeah. Are you joking? It's a joke. It's a little okay. joke. I was only pulling your leg. Thanks. Talking about E17 there. Listen. E17. Fuck me. No, so the album that I've been listening to um, is... From 2017. Oh, okay. Uh, it's by the Salem, Massachusetts-based hardcore metalcore Godfathers, Converge. Oh, okay. So the album is called The Dusk in Us. Hmm. I have not listened to this, I don't oh, think. Oh, my I actually, days. It's only literally today, I think, I realised how long Converge have actually been around. Yeah. I... It's not a band I've really listened to, so I was surprised to know that they've been around for, what, 30 years or something? Yeah. Yeah. Long, long time. I mean, for me, like, Converge, when you listen to modern metalcore, yeah. you can find all of the elements of modern metalcore in Converge's music. Mm, okay. Without, if you basically took it up to the point where st people started putting, like, clean emo type vocals in it mm. that kind of ah, lovely stuff i want to love you in the bum mm. and then the screamy stuff mm. that's converged like they oh, so they're like i prevail they're so much better <laughs> the dust right so the dusk in us 2017 album is it's basically the best band in their genre doing the like most 
poignant album that they've done in years. It's super personal. It's really fucking heavy. It's really intricate. It's really expansive. You know, the thing is, they span various genres um, all throughout the album, and they just show up every band in those genres for being not as good as Converge. Mm-hmm. Like, there is a couple of songs on there where they go full thrash, and the thrash stuff that's on there is as good as anything that's been recorded since 1987. 100%. Like, the and I love Power Trip and people like that, but mm. Power Trip and fucking, I don't know, Evil, Silosis, all of those modern thrash bands, none of them do thrash as well as Converge do in a minute and a half. They they just throw it in for a minute and a half and they just go, oh, yeah, yeah. Do you remember Thrash? Do you remember how good it was? Yeah, well, we've completed it. <laughs> Basically, they just go, there you go. That's what you want. Bosh. And it's just the best bit of Thrash you've heard since the fucking late 80s. And then they leave it and go somewhere else. They do like some, a couple. there's a couple of tracks that go super doomy and sound like, you know, basically sound like what Sabbath would have sounded like had they not been Aussie. Mm. It's just fucking incredible. And then, like, there's a couple of songs where they even go into that kind of, like, they do that kind of slightly creepy Nine Inch Nails style ballad. Yeah. It's not a ballad, but it's fucking... I mean, you're a big fan of... um, Big tall, long, big long man. Typo. Typo negative. Yeah. So they do that really creepy, <clears throat> kind of slightly <clears throat> beautiful, but kind of odd, dark, <clears throat> ballady stuff. And they do it so fucking brilliantly well. <clears throat> so that when it kicks in, it sounds huge and massive and doomy and like, like there's a real emotional weight to it. But when it's like slight and small and quiet and you know like this it's what it reminded me of when i was listening to it i was like oh i get what king 810 were trying to do (laughs) like i think the problem is is rather than just listening to converge david shooty man mcfuck or whatever his name is He he listened to Nine Inch Nails and Fifty Cent at the same time, <laughs> and he got himself all confused. And he was like, "I know how to be creepy, but I've got to talk about bitches and money and shooting people." <laughs> and he just got himself all in a kerfuffle. Whereas if he'd just listened to Jacob Bannon, he would have gone, "Ah, I know how to do this kind of emotional, creepy, kind of beautiful, ethereal thing." Mm. And he would have got it, but he's just not as good as Jacob Bannon. And then, uh, but also their guitar playing, not many people are as good as Kurt Ballou. Like the man can play really fucking super intricate, like those hardcore riffs that are real spidery and go all over the fucking fretboard that, that the likes of Let Live and people like that do. But he can also play incredible thrash 
and ridiculously chunky, heavy fucking riffs all at the same time. Um, like, I just wish, again, going back to King 810, I wish that they'd listened to more Converge because then they wouldn't have sounded like Limp Biscuit on Halloween. <laughs> oh, nice. I, yeah, like I say, I've never, I don't think I've ever listened to Converge. I've heard you talk about them and I know that they're one of your sort of favourites. But yeah, I, I need to. I need this to, isn't I need even to. their best album. And That's I, the crazy and I, thing. And I, like I say, I didn't even realise that they had been around that long. The thing is, like, so the the first song on this album, um, I mean, the the title track is fucking incredible, um, but the 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 first song on the album is called um, "A Single Tear," and if you're gonna write a song, if you're a heavy band and you're gonna write a song that is a emotionally evocative and means something, that is the fucking blueprint. A, a single tear is about the birth of his first child and it like it is so like 90 percent of the don't get me wrong 90 percent of the time because he's so like you you can't make out a great deal of what he's saying mm. i don't care i know even if i can't understand what he's fucking saying i know that it really fucking means something mm. like you get that from jacob bannon but on uh like in particular a single tear you you can hear every word it's it, it's so beautiful and yet so savage at the same time that it's oh it's it's a fucking masterpiece that song anyone who's a parent who can and i'm not but i do have a dog that i love very much um who's doing very well by the way she's smashing it in puppy classes <laughs> um anyone who's a parent who can listen to that and not feel moved by that song hates their children <laughs> oh, i um i implore people to listen to this album um it because it's fucking wonderful it really is wonderful i i i could talk about it for about three days but i it's pointless it's just it's nigh on perfect this album Ooh. it's so heavy and yet it's so emotive and it's so beautiful at times. It's it's a 5.5 Baldy Eggs out of 6 for me, which cool. I think might be the highest rating I've given an album yet. It is. Have you not given anything a 6 out of 6 before? No. You might have given the E17 album a 6 out of 6. Well, that goes without saying, doesn't it? Yeah. But then that's the standard. <laughs> uh, yeah, true that through that fucking what's his name and what's his chap out of fucking uh, uh brian and tony yeah yeah that's the guys fucking hell chris yeah i can't remember their names they're fucking mr runny over them mcself and fucking mr lives under a bridge man that's that's not him that's is not, it not that's not tony tony's no? very successful is he is he, is he yeah you're talking about pete pete yeah yeah pete bridge guy pete bridge What's That's Tony? Name, weirdly, What's Tony do? Is it really? Yeah, Pete Bridge. <laughs> yeah, Pete Bridge and Dave Street. That's how thick the cunt is. He's gone. Oh, my name's Bridge. Pete Bridge. My, that means I have to live under a bridge. Yeah, Pete Bridge and Dave Stream. Dave Stream. <laughs> You're joking. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking hell. Yeah. So that was uh, 
uh, fucking that was Converge, the Dusk in Us. Mm. I, I, yeah, just to listen to Converge. They're fucking superb, mate. Okay, yeah. No, I need to. Yeah, maybe when we finish this podcast, we could maybe whack it on. Oh, I, oh, mate. I need to I listen to it. Gears on my own arsehole. Oh, don't do that. Not in um, my company. Wait till I've gone upstairs to bed. No, you will watch. No, I don't want to watch. You don't will make watch. me watch that. <laughs> Face down, ass up. <laughs> That's oh. the way I like to be cucked. <laughs> nice. Okay, so on to my album. Yeah. <clears throat> Cast your minds back oh, God. to 1995. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so. Corn have already popped on the scene. Yeah. Getting ready to release album number two. Metallica are fucking flying high off the back of the Black Album and the subsequent fucking three-year touring of it. Megadeth are starting to get wank. Um, what do you mean starting to? But still not acknowledging the fact that they're far inferior to Metallica. And we're about to get hit hard with a whole load of new artists from the new metal genre. But one band, fronted by one of the biggest names in metal, are about to release their fourth and final album. One of my favourite albums from the era, and one of my favourite bands from, from that era. It's Astro Creep 2000. By White Zombie. Oh! Oh! So, I, I can't actually remember how I got into White Zombie. Um, but... Back you were in... probably bitten. Bitten? Yeah. That's how most people turn into a zombie. Oh, that's true, yeah. Maybe, yeah. So, I got bitten by a White Zombie and then I just instantly loved the band. Racist. Right. <laughs> um but yeah, but back it back in the day I fucking loved this album. Um and I suppose thinking about it, it's probably one of the first um sort of bands or albums that I started listening to that were actually what you could describe as heavy, mm -hmm. you know, because like back then, you know, I was I was listening to Metallica, um, and you could certainly describe Metallica as heavy, but I mean, in the grand scheme of things, mm, well, mm, I think when Master of Puppets came out, it was pretty fucking heavy. Yeah, totally. Yeah, um, but anywho, it wasn't know, Napalm I, Death, but no, you know, but I was listening to. You know, the likes of ACDC and Def Leppard and Aerosmith Act and stuff Duke. like that, predominantly, sort of when I was that kind of age. So, you know, yeah, White, White Zombie was a a step into the fucking heavy direction um, for me. And I think of the four White Zombie albums that we got, this is by far the best album. Mm-hmm. Um, I suspect a lot of people would probably say that um, the third album, which was called La Sexorcisto. La Sexorcisto? Um, you that beautifully. La Sexorcisto. Um, See, I drive the coach. I drive the coach. But for me, Astro Group 2000 is, was, is, is and was their it best was. album. Um, it is just a 
constant, hard-hitting, groovy beatdown of an album. Um, it's a lot heavier than than Less Sex or Sisto. Um, and it's got a bit more of an industrial sort of feel to it. Mm-hmm. Um, and much in the same way as um, when you're listening to like a typo negative album. Um, They've come up twice today. They have, haven't they? Um, which, you know, they're very atmospheric and, and, and creepy. And this is sort of along them sort of same sort of lines. Um, it definitely feels like the album feels like a horror movie, mm. if that makes sense. Mm. Um, I don't know if you've, have you listened to this album? Have you listened no, to White it's... Zombie much at all? Or... No, not, I've never listened to White Zombie. Really? I like Rob Zombie. Yeah. But... Well, um, so the album kicks off with a, with a track called Electric Head Part One. And it starts off with like a creepy organ and it sort of has that horror sort of feel to it. And it sort of builds up this sort of sense of anticipation. And then it kicks in with just this fucking fast pumping distorted guitar riff. And it just, I oh, just makes you want to smash things up. Um, yeah. And, and the next track, which is called, um, supercharger heaven um it sort of starts in a similar vein it's sort of a slow creepy intro and then blasts into a fast catchy riff super catchy chorus it's a fucking just a belter of a track um and real solution number nine is track um track three and that starts off the beginning of the song starts off with a a sample of uh, of an interview with like one of the Manson family members. Right. Um, Do you know what? The weird thing is, so you said about the name of the track, real solution. Number nine. Yeah. Manson family connection. Yeah. I'm pretty sure that's a Beatles reference. So I know that Rob Zombie is a massive Beatles fan. Okay. And they obviously did the song revolution. Number nine. Which is like really discordant, heavy, crazy, nonsensical fucking nonsense, basically. It's just them going, let's be as heavy as we fucking can Ooh. and make utterly no sense. It's just noise. What's that called? Revolution number nine. Ooh, don't know about that. So it's just like, it's just, it's crazy for the Beatles anyway, oh, for okay. the time. But Marilyn Manson was a massive Beatles fan, wasn't he? Right. So, and Helter Skelter was like his favourite track. And Helter Skelter was also the track that he would play to people and say that that had a hidden message to start the race war and stuff. So I guarantee that there's a okay. there's a Beatles connection. That's in that. interesting. I did I didn't know that or pick mm. up on that. But the the song it's 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 more an industrial sort of sounding sort of drums and guitars. Mm. But the fucking riffs again are just just make you want to bang your fucking head. Mm. Um, uh, Creature of the Wheel is more sort of slow paced, almost like a death metal sort of track. Um, but just just kind of with everything else on the album, it just makes you want to grit your teeth and fucking bang your head. Um, you know, I, I, I won't like talk mention every song on the album, but the whole album sort of is is sort of similar in that 
in that vein. It is just a non-stop, relentless, groovy fucking album. It's just overall, it's just super fun, heavy. Um, and, you know, and for 1995, it's quite a unique sort of sounding album as well. Mm. Um, and by far the best, the best album that White Zombie ever did and fucking greatly outweighs anything that Rob Zombie has done in his solo career since. Oh, absolutely. Hell. By miles. I really like Rob Zombie as well. Um, yeah, yeah. I, I don't mind some of it. He's so good but, live. Um, yeah, I'm not seeing him live. Crazy good live. Um but yeah, this like there's a track on this album called More Human Than Human. Yeah, I know that song. Oh my god. It's fucking fantastic. It's mm. the whole album is fucking great from start to finish. Oh, wicked. Um yeah, so but for me, this is out everything Rob Zombie has ever done, this is his masterpiece out of what he's done over his whole career. Oh, cool. Um so you know, um this is a six out of six for me. It's fucking brilliant. It's one of my favourite albums from back in the day. And I haven't listened to it for years. And when I was sort of thinking about what I'm going to review, I was sort of thinking about trying to do something that I used to listen to years ago again. And yeah. and I thought, oh, fuck me, I haven't listened to that White Zombie album for ages. And I put it on and I'm like, Jesus, I fucking need to start listening to this shit again because it is fucking superb. What did Jesus say? Um, he said, um, stop poking people in the butthole, Christopher. Oh, he's always going on Blasphemous. That. Yeah, but he knows. He also said to stop calling people cunts, but fuck him. Yeah, what a cunt. Yeah, fuck you, Jesus. I don't mean it. Our Lord, Saviour, Jesus Christ, God Almighty, heaven above. I'm actually a Harry Krishna, so fuck Jesus. <laughs> Oh, yeah, so that's that's my album. That's our albums. Tick. Yay. We're doing the ticks. We're doing the ticks. That was a nice little outro, wasn't it, for the album reviews. So we are on to our... Feature? You didn't say creature feature. Creature? <laughs> um, yeah, feature this month is Chris Fest. Chris Fest. Chris Fest. Chris Fest. Chris Fest. Chris Fest. Um, so we're kind of, uh, for, for this feature, we're kind of, Confused. Confused. It's sort of stealing the format of um, Hellfest, in a sense, um, whereby, both, so me and Christopher Juan, each going to take a stage, a stage each, and, and alternate acts. Um, and we've kind of given ourselves six slots each. Um with a one of the slots being like a two-hour headline mm -hmm. slot, so um, yeah. And the the caveat is it has to be current touring, touring lineup band. bands, yeah. so we can't have fucking 
Queen or Jim. Oh, we could technically have Queen with Adam Lambert. Um, but you why that, why would know. you want to do that? Um, yeah, and uh, so yeah, no, no Jimi Hendrixes or anything like that. Um, or Bob Clapton. Bob Clapton. Yeah, is that Eric's brother? Uh, no, no, no. Who's Bob? Who's Bob Clapton? You never heard of Bob Clapton? No, is he dead? No, no. He just done tour no more. No, he tours. Oh, so you could have Bob Clapton. Oh, you could, but he's terrible. Okay, yeah, well, he's not on my list. So I saw him at the Testwood last week. Did you? <laughs> um, cool, so that's that's the he feature. He just plays I Prevail covers. Uh, does he? Yeah, acoustic. <laughs> acoustic I Prevail covers. Yeah. Um, so, um, can I make a request? No. Please? Okay. Um, could you go first so that I'm the very last act? Yeah. Awesome. Of course. Excellent. So, yeah. So, like Chris said, we're going to bounce between stages. So, it'll be my band, then Chris's band, then my band, then Chris's band, all the way through. Both picked a headliner and a post-headline yeah. party act, I suppose, if you like. Or yeah, a... you could certainly say a post... You could say a party act, if that's your bag. Or, yeah, just, or whatever a, just you want. A, a late night... This Spice is the fest. end of your fucking day act. Okay. I didn't get that brief. <laughs> okay. But yeah. Um, okay. So, so you're kicking us off. I am kicking us off. Stage opener. And I've given them 30 minutes because I think whilst they could do more than this, 30 minutes with this band is enough to get most crowds moist as fuck. Uh, one, of the, one of the best bands I've seen live. Um, nearly topped, well, not, not nearly topped, but gave Parkway Drive an absolute run for their money when I saw them live with mm -hmm. While She Sleeps. Oh, good shout. Yeah, just good party starter. Shout. Absolute Excellent. party starter. I fucking love seeing them live. Oh, they're so good. They're fucking brilliant. Yep. Well done. Thank you. Have you just given them half an hour? I've given them half an hour, 30 okay. minutes. So... I'll go on to my next one, shall I? We'll yeah, do the well, whole hour. Yeah, yeah, do your, do your hour. Okay, so sticking to that party vibe. I want to keep this party rolling. I want people to be hyped. I want people to be excited. I want people to be spicy. I have given 30 minutes to Turnstile. Oh, nice. Because basically Turnstile could do 99% of their material in 30 minutes. Because <laughs> all their songs are so short. But people would be absolutely fucking throffing at the gash. Cool. Nice. I like it. I know. Okay, so now we what we, we fucking get everyone on buses and move them over to Chris Do's stage. No, they just turn right. Oh, yeah. They just turn right and face my stage. Yeah. So I am going to fucking smash your balls into the ground. With an hour from Bleed From Within. Oh, fucking hell, an hour? Yeah. Wowzers. You're getting an hour of Bleed From Within. So get fucking ready to bang your head and fucking bump into people. I so, fucking love them live. I think they're fucking amazing. They are great. So thus far, we've had While She Sleeps, Turnstile, then Bleed From Within. Yeah. We've actually fit together quite nicely not, reasonably it's not bad yeah i i have to say when i was sort of working out the bands i 
was careful to try and not try and pick bands that are too similar. If you know what I mean. Yeah, I just picked because selfishly. A, because a lot of the bands that mm. I really like seeing live are of a similar ilk. Yeah. And I sort of thought I need to try and mix it up a bit. If Do you I know can. what? The one thing I did is I tried purposefully to make it a festival and a fun experience because I could quite happily have picked like Alcest and then Mole and then um, like... Uh, just loads of fucking post rock bands where mm. they would have played an hour and played two songs. Yeah. So and I didn't do that because, contrary to popular belief, I'm not a cunt. Well, I am. Well, the but jury's a still different out. On type. <laughs> right. So we've got we've gone with we've uh, got, while, while she, she sleeps, sleeps turnstile, bleed from within, bleed from within. We're back to Chris one stage. Yeah, and the the not the paces the pace isn't going to change, but the uh attack is going to change okay so i have given an hour to rancid okay but i've stipulated that they are playing and out come the wolves in full which <laughs> okay. is a 49 minute album okay so they'll play the entirety of that album and then fuck off which leaves me a few minutes on the top of a few other bands to play a couple of little encores Okay. So they're going to play that album in full right. and then get knotted. Fair enough. So, fair dues. Right, okay. So, now, back to Chris Dur's stage. Mm. Now, we've got... We're going to gonna change things up a little bit here. I realise that when I plan this, I just plan for my stage. So mine flows quite nicely. Does I it? thought, yeah, I've gone sort of metal, punky, punk, and, and then through... And that it all flows and links, and I realise that yours is going to absolutely fucking fuck me. Yeah, well, this is going to fuck you completely. <clears throat> yeah. So, um, so we've got f the the first thirty minutes of of uh, the next slot. Yeah. Um, we're gonna just take it down a bit. Cindy everyone's Lauper. everyone's fucking everyone's fucking had a serious fucking three hours of. You know, they've just seen forty nine minutes of the greatest music ever made. Yeah. Well, right now we're going to bring out Mr. Motivator, and we're going to get everyone just loosening up and doing a little bit of exercise, just to get themselves ready for the rest of the day. <laughs> you all right. <laughs> you taking the piss? No. You're wasting thirty minutes. Yeah. On some spandex fuck. Hey, Mister Motivator, he is a fucking good guy. He's gonna g that crowd up. They just listen to rancid. Yeah. They don't need g and up. They do. They do. He's gonna get them motivated. Your brain's That's broken. What his name is your Mr. brain Motivator. is broken. Mister Motivator. And then we're going to follow that up with 30 minutes. You'll genuinely be honest about that? Yeah. You That's on there? Yeah, yeah. I thought you were taking the piss. No. And then we're following it up with 30. 30 minutes? The yeah. cunt couldn't do 13 minutes. He could. He's a very fit man. He couldn't motivate a crowd for 13 minutes. Certainly could. He'd have beer covered all over himself. He'd have jars of piss thrown out of him, thrown at him after a minute and a half. 
<laughs> and then we're we're following that up with 30 minutes of you'd have to call him fucking mr muscle with the amount of piss that he'd be covered in <laughs> no he would be the most fucking lorded over man on that Jesus, stage you have fucked this festival already <laughs> then we're having then we're having 30 minutes of uh I'll refund the tickets people stand-up comedy from jim jeffries oh, i like jim jeffries yeah i mean it completely ruins the atmosphere but no it doesn't oh oh god do you think that came out on the microphone am i done jesus christ yeah so no we're just taking an hour just uh have a nice chill a relax you're and... getting so old mate yeah i know you you're taking up you're taking an hour out of people's day to yeah. fucking have a little boogie yeah do some fucking yoga and yeah. then sit down and have a chuckle yeah i would welcome half an hour of jim jeffries in the middle of my day mate it's just ludicrous no i think we've bought something new and 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 fantastic to chris fest all right cool so now everyone's had a fucking wonderful time for an hour move back over to chris one stage it's absolutely fucking ludicrous um okay so the next hour for me would be um delia smith <laughs> what during a strip strip tease. yeah strip tease takes her an hour to get a fucking goof off. <laughs> takes an hour to get a fucking great big bra off oh, a big old coleman's titties oh better um, bras beige oh it would be beige yeah stained as well yeah yeah it would be musty <laughs> yeah um no genuinely i am giving an hour yeah to limp biscuit Oh, good one. Because clearly, after your fucking snore that's fest, great. people need an hour. I think that fits in lovely. Oh, yeah. Jim Jeffries and fucking, I don't know, Nancy Drew or whoever you Mr. Motivator. Fucking Eamon Holmes. I tell you now, Mr. Motivator is going to fucking get that crowd going. Fucking Eamon Holmes and then Eamon Holmes. Ainsley Harriet. <laughs> fucking Limp Biscuit who got some fucking weight to shift. <laughs> Oh, yeah, Limp oh, yeah. Biscuit Limp playing an hour of music. I mean, Limp, an hour, 60 minutes of Limp Biscuit is going to be party time all the time, mm. full time all the time, good time, nice time now. Yeah. Isn't it? Yeah, I like it. Yeah. Yeah. Good shout. Thank you. Good one. Um, and then. Uh, what is it? A fucking book reading by J.R.R. <laughs> Tolkien's Corpse? <laughs> yeah. Um, no, so this, this is going to fit in lovely. So everyone's fucking loving the party vibe. So next up is Skindred. Oh, lovely stuff for an hour. Ooh, Limp Biscuit are not going to be happy about that, are they? No, well, to be fair, these days, Skindred definitely should go after Limp Biscuit. Not sure about that. Yeah. Limp Biscuit's last you, album Fred was great. Does. Yeah, it was all right, yeah. yeah. Anyway, that, I mean, that that is a as a one-two punch. Yeah. To be honest with you, anyone who survives after that point yeah. is a warrior and deserves to have... A little pat on the bottom. Maybe that's the point we should have had Jim Jeffries and Mr. Matt. That would be the sit down. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Okay. So back to Chris Juan stage. Chris Juan. One hour. It, I mean, if they manage to survive, survive these three bands on the trot, then for me, they deserve a Purple Heart or something. They're veterans. Yeah. Uh, it's Code Orange. Oh, yeah, boy. Yeah, good shout. Oh, I mean, 
Fuck me. Limp Biscuit into Skin Dread into Code Orange. Mm. If you're still breathing by the end of that, mm. then well, some sort of med- middle is that's required. Fucking awesome, and you're absolutely it's not letting up after Code Orange because we're moving back to Chris Do's stage, and we've got Corn. Oh, yeah. Be honest with you, I think we've fucking come up with a fucking seriously good festival, here. mate. I was so close to putting corn as my headline. This is the problem because we kept all this quiet. We don't. We might have double booked someone. We might have done because we have no idea what. It, no. I was so close to booking corn as my headliner. Really? So close <laughs> because I'm so pissed off with corn never getting a headline slot anywhere. Yeah. Because they're so good live, but fuck me. So. We've got While She Sleeps, Turnstile, Bleed From Within, Snorefest. It's not so, Snorefest. It's it's Mr. Motivator and Jim Jeffries. It, we are in the mid-afternoon point, and this is a perfect time for everyone to get... Stop convincing us that it's not Snorefest. No, rancid. Not. Oh, sorry. Sorry, no. It's Rancid, then Snorefest, then Limp Biscuit. Then skin dread, skin dread, then code, code orange, orange, then corn, then corn, holy shite! So corn, which moves on? It moves on to a headline act. Chris One's headline act. There could only be one headline act. Go on for a two-hour slot. Yeah, there's only one band in the world who've got enough quality material for two hours of quality music. Well, that's not true. It's the Potato Man himself. He's 17. Fuck off. No, you're not. No, it's, no I'm not. Uh, it's Gojira. Ah, oh, yeah. I didn't actually consider Gojira. It's Gojira. It's but, like, yeah. like they've seen all these great bands and then all of a sudden Gojira come on and everyone goes, who was on? What? Who was that last? Because <laughs> Gojira came on and they go, this is like uh, being hit in the face with a mountain because they're that fucking good. Yeah, I mean, um, yeah, that's fucking fantastic. Yeah, that is a really, 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 really good shout. I uh-huh. mean, this is a hell of a lineup that we've come up with here. Cracker. Um, so Gojira have just fucking shitted in your mouth for two, two hours, hours straight. So you're all dead. Dead, yeah. yeah. Um, so my headline act, like... It it would it would have been too obvious for me to pick Metallica. Yes, it would. Because I mean, I would have just done eight hours straight of Metallica. Yeah, um, they'd have been dead. But <laughs> but my headline act is Ghost. I'm annoyed about the way round that's gone. But what a great headline act! You're annoyed about that. Yeah, Gojira should be above Ghost. Nah, they're a bit bad. Nah, yeah, no, they're not. Yes. Um. But yeah, so Ghost of My Headline Act. I considered Parkway Drive. Mm-hmm. But I mean, kind of looking at the looking at what we've picked between us to this point. You know, I think you know, Ghost kinda mixes it up a little bit as well. Yeah, it's a great pick. So I, I considered Parkway, I considered um Actually, should we talk about our considerations afterwards? Okay, yeah. All right, so Ghost have now just shitted in your other mouth for for two hours. (laughs) Um, So 
Now we've moved, we moved back to Chris Juan's stage for the early hours of the morning. For the after party. After party. So I have given one whole English hour. I'm hope I'm hoping what you're gonna say, but I go on. I don't think you I don't think you'll know what I'm No? Oh okay. I don't think so. Okay. I'm gonna give an hour. You were just talking about party vibe a lot. Okay. Oh no, I haven't gone for them. Oh. No, <laughs> I've gone for architects. Oh, okay. The architects. The architects. <laughs> with the stipulation that they play all our gods have abandoned us in full. Right. So the stipulation is nothing from the last two albums. The stipulation is the album that I like. <laughs> yeah. Or die. <laughs> nice. Okay. Yeah. Good. I like that. That'd be good. Yeah, not half. So everyone's getting tired by this point. It's early hours of the morning. We've got one band left. Yuri Geller. One act. <laughs> yeah. Oh, could have had fucking an hour of Yuri Geller bending spoons. <laughs> no, um, who have you gone for? Jimmy Savile. Really no, pep people up. No. So the final hour of the day goes to Paul Young. What? Paul Young. What? He's going to do all his hits and he's going to end on every time you go away. And that'll be the end of the night. Why have you ruined a festival? I haven't ruined it. I've ended on the best end of the day going to bed song that you've ever heard in your life. You put... I... Oh, my brain hurts. <laughs> We've got... Like, literally, we've got 90% of the, probably the world's fucking premier festival here. Yeah. And smushed in the middle of it and at the end of it, you have essentially given people a little fucking hand shandy and sent them to sleep. This is, this is my absolute, this is what I want to listen to. Yeah, but I didn't put what I want to listen to. Yeah, I did. put what would be a good festival. No, because if I'd put what I wanted to listen to, I'd have put tall, 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 <laughs> tall, 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 E17. But I didn't do that, did I? I thought about people that might want to come to this festival. Whereas what you've done is gone, there's a few bands that I like, and I fancy this old black man that I'm going to stick on stage. <laughs> Oh. No, we're in, Paul Young is the perfect two o'clock in the morning finisher. I bet he can finish at two o'clock <laughs> in the morning. I bet he can do it on cue because he wants to go to go to sleep because he's old as fuck. No. Jesus Christ! What? If I'd given you an extra slot, would you put fucking Chaz and Dave? No, if I had an extra slot after Paul Young. I mean, I couldn't, it couldn't go, nothing can go after Paul Young. It's just nothing. Would have been Crufts. <laughs> no, you can't have Crufts at two o'clock in the morning. That's crazy. You can have Crufts whenever you like. No. It's part of the training for the dog. No, they can't see. Come on, can't get up. <laughs> Is that what I said at your dog training class? Yeah. I say all the time. Come so on, what's her cunt. name? Cunt. Come on, cunt. <laughs> cunt, come. <laughs> oh, there you go. That's Chris Fest done and dusted. 
Well, that was fucking ruined, wasn't it, people? No. Sorry about that. I think that's the highlight of the festival, personally. Contact Chris Duh for refunds. People will love Paul Young. People, you're deluded. You're mental. You're a mentalist. I'm not. I'm angry at you. I'm genuinely angry at you. I'm turning my back on you. Oh dear, how sad. Right, anyway, just fucking shut this shit down because I'm, I'm too angry to continue. <laughs> oh. Anyway, that's all you're getting, so fuck off or something. <laughs> what happens next? Um, we just need... Fucking Paul Young. What? Fucking Mr. Motivator, Delia Smith, cunt. <laughs> um, so, should we say what albums we got a review for next Whatever. month? Whatever. Whatever. Fucking hell. Fucking hell. We're doing... Uh... Paul Hollywood's book. The whole book. <laughs> Has Paul Hollywood got a new book? Yeah, of course he has. He's always got... They've always got a new fucking book. Yeah. Um, David Walliam's biography. Fucking hell, I can't even remember what the bloody hell we're reviewing. Oh, it would be shit, I reckon. Um, Bury, Bury Tomorrow. Tomorrow. Bury Tomorrow, that's what we're doing. Um, their new album, um, The Seventh Son. And... Uh, of course, Metallica's new album, 72 Seasons, comes out. So Who the fuck are they? <laughs> um, so, I mean, if I really wanted to, like I say, if I really wanted to just pick pick what I wanted to listen to at the Chris Fest, I'd have just... Barbara uh, Streisand. Just had fucking, I'd have had Metallica alternating with Cher. Yeah, but then I would have had, like, I don't know, E17 and... Alcest or something or oh actually Alcest's quite nice <laughs> well you could have done that you could have done that yeah oh well never mind I've ruined it we've got all we've got we've got what we got we've you're never going to see it anyway so there's no need to cry there might be tits. there might be someone listening some sort of promoter listening going Jesus Christ these guys have just come up with something here yeah, yeah. If you want to give us like eight hundred million pounds to book it, then we'll take that money and run away to the <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Um, so fuck. There you two albums, and what's the feature? We're gonna do the best covers. Oh yeah, the best covers. Yeah, by rock, metal, by... and alternative yeah. bands. Yeah, yeah. Not just covers. We're not gonna be covering fucking. Yeah, because you know. could do like any like blue song, yeah, because they're all it. covers. Yeah, exactly. Any yeah. Rolling Stone song was basically a cover, or any Led Zeppelin song was basically stolen. But we're not going to do that. I mean, I suppose Jimi Hendrix "All Along the Watchtower" would count, as that's a Bob Dylan cover. Mm. But now that I've said it, it doesn't. It's not going in. It's not going in. No, it's not going in. We're going to do some real heavy bullshit. Yeah, heavy balls shit. Yeah, I'm going to do heavy balls by um. The big crotch people. <laughs> oh, um, so that's the feature. And then, um, yeah, so what? do you want to speak about? Nah. Our, no? Nah. Our special episodes that we're going to start doing? Nah, boring. No, no one Tell wants em. to know about them. Tell them. No one wants to know. Tell them. Do you want to know? Tell them. Oh, okay. Um... Yeah, so, uh, right, uh, so, 
in the next few weeks, um, we are going to get a very special guest on the show, a man called Johnny. Hello, John. How are you? Rude. <laughs> um, so John is a, uh, a very intellectual and very well-versed man in the... Uh... He's not going to fit in very well in here then, is he? No, that's kind of why we're bringing him in, to bring our fucking intelligence levels up a little bit. Basically, we're going to do a uh, a little special, uh, an ongoing special called... What do we call it? The good, the, good, bold, the and bold, and the ugly. The good, the bold, and the ugly. So John is basically going to come along. He's going to play me and Chris an album um, live. Not that you guys have to listen to it because we get done for copyright and all that shit. Uh, so he's going to play us an album live, and then we're going to talk about it straight after listening to it. So John will obviously know everything about that album and that band. Um, probably will be a huge fan of it. And me and Chris will have to try and work out what the fucking hell we've just listened to, knowing John's music. Yeah, um, no, it's it's generally just it's going to be something that we definitely haven't heard of or yeah. know anything about. He's um, got a very eclectic and specific taste, so um, which me and Chris don't. We listen to Barbara Streisand twenty four seven. Yeah, so. Hopefully we'll get the first one of those done in the next couple of weeks before Yeah, that will come out the next for the next before the next full episode. Um and then we've got some plans for a potential ongoing series about uh SBC on the road. Yeah. Where um we'll get a friend of the show on who was a roadie for various bands throughout the years to tell us some stories basically. We'll keep his name anonymous. Um, Peter Gabriel. <laughs> um. Sledgehammer. <laughs> so that he doesn't get done. Um, yeah, and he can talk to us and we can pick his brains a little bit about what it's like to be in a touring band. Um, or at least the man having to watch bands get blowies by groupies <laughs> on the bus. Yeah, sweet. So plenty, plenty coming up. Yeah. So that's with all that said. That that is the end of the episode, end of the show. End of our episode. And as we say on the end of Hang on. Oh. Go do the socials. Oh yeah. Can you please follow us on I'm gonna whiz through this. Please follow us on Stonebolt at Stonebolt Crazy on Facebook, Instagram and Twitter. Uh email us at Stonebowlcrazy at gmail.com. Thank you. And you can website stonebowlcrazy.co.uk. That's it. As we say at the end of it, end of oh, it's the end of the episode. Chris does the thing. See you later. Bye bye. Delia Smith's testicles. <laughs>